0: From Yarm to Yibi, Harrington to Horsley Hill, Swarwell to Silverlink. The Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve and Ted.
1: Right across the Northeast, the red platoon and the cat.
0: Oh, this is going
2: to be interesting. Monday. This is going to be interesting. The Monday afternoon. Morning, everyone. We before morning. 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 How are we? <laughs> Oh, very
3: good. What a weekend, yeah. eh? What a weekend. Oh me. I'm feeling I feel like I would not have a break from you.
1: <laughs>
3: I had fun though. I had fun doing both. It was good actually to sit down and watch uh watch the Derby lads. It was uh I quite enjoyed it. It was uh I'm
4: glad you not did. something I've ever
3: experienced before, and not something I would normally watch as well without being part of the breakfast. Yeah. Uh, the breakfast show. So no, it was good. It was good. I, I, I was glad I got to sit down and watch it, but uh there will be one happy man, one not-so-happy man this morning. Do we want to reveal the secret of who that might be? Well, I <laughs> mean,
5: come on, Mystic Mega, It doesn't take a genius to work that out. I'm just gutted that the technology, technology let us down, really, at the Stadium of Light, because I would have loved to have uh, taken part. I It well, wasn't the only pre- thing, Steve. I sent a pre-match message, of course, and um, just as soon as I got in the ground, it was just impossible to send anything. Tried to ring Radio yeah. Dad on numerous occasions yeah. to, to get on live. We tried to Didn't call you work. live on air. Just, CD, just couldn't get an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work. So, uh, unfortunately, technology let us down, but it was a great day for us. Had a, had a great trip to Wearside, um, and yeah, just... I guess exercised a few ghosts of Derby's past because recent Derby events haven't <laughs> been great for Newcastle down at the uh, yeah, Stadium of Life. But for us, you know, it was it was men against boys, I think. It was uh, it was quite clear there was a golfing class. Um, eight years away, though, for Sunderland. You know, they have dropped down as well into the first division in that time. Uh, I think it was probably a reality check. I think impressive... Um, post-match interview by Beale, um who just laid laid it all out for the fans, and I, I don't think Sunderland fans can walk away from that game. You know, yes, it's it's hard to lose a hard to lose a derby, but I think you know they've got to focus now on on trying to get back into the you know back into the Premier League. But I think it's it's fairly obvious that like most teams that come up from the Championship now needs to be a hell of a lot of investment if you're going to survive in the champion, uh, in the Premier League. But uh, no, good day Good day for us. Um, not want to gloat too much on on this. I've got to be perfectly honest. I'll. Uh, I would. You know. Nah, but it's not. It's not <laughs> worth it. It's not worth. I it I would have
3: organised fireworks. I'll, I'll,
5: I'll, <laughs> you yeah. yeah, I <laughs> think. I think. Oh, I think we. I think at this moment in time, both teams know their place, and that's it. Uh, I, I just. I. I, I can't take a, a massive amount of pride out of it, but I'm delighted that we we'll won. Yeah. 100% would you, what do you mean? Win
2: both. Win. Both teams know their place. All three now know their place. You know, Borough are without doubt the top dogs of the North East. Because we beat Correct. Sunderland 4 0 at exactly at, at the oh, stadium man. of light, and Newcastle could only manage it. Newcastle could only manage 3 0. Man 3. Come on. <laughs> I think it shows the insecurity of Middlesbrough fans, and you've got to hang on the facts. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And there
5: was
4: there was a few comments in the watch along as well, which obviously, you know, it was my first time on Ry's channel, so obviously I was going to get a little bit of sceptic
1: from the Smogies,
4: wasn't I? That That, that was yeah. to be expected. But well, they just ache to be relevant, they ache to be as big as a, as a derby is what that is, and uh, it's unfortunate for them, you know, but wait now, in all seriousness, um, despite the results, uh, we, we had a good laugh on Saturday, I don't know whether we can call it the, the North East footy breakfast, it was kind of the northeast weekend brunch.
3: <laughs> I think there's a. Oh, liquid liquid feast, brunch, in brunch in my case, I suppose. <laughs> there's, an, there's
2: an idea. Live from the bar. That's it. <laughs> that's a dangerous yeah, yeah,
4: precedent to set.
2: <laughs> Steve, you should have seen him. He looked like John Motson standing on top of a makeshift commentary box. On the roof of the st- main stand of Yeovil Town. That's what it looked like.
5: Fantastic. <laughs> you know what? <we're> I
2: thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed
4: it. As, 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 uh, like I said, mean, obviously, the result. Will, we'll get round to that as well. we'll give Steve his chance to, to go in depth on Monty Thorpe. And I've got a few notes prepared as well. We, of course, will talk about Burrow Villa as well. So I, I don't think Burrow disgraced themselves in any way, shape, or form.
2: Heck no. Uh, no.
4: But yeah, the, yeah. the,
2: the whole Deflected, experience
4: cool. of. of yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot you could do about it. In, in essence, um, but yeah, I mean, the whole occasion of, of actually doing that, uh, doing it live and in the bar and kind of having a few Maccams around us and one or two Geordies as well. It was, uh, it was a, a good experience for, for me, certainly. a reporting live, and given my sort of verdict, and for all well in the heat of the moment, ahead of what Rye was, yeah. And it, 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 do you know what? I did well. I think I, I, think I did one swear word under my breath that didn't quite get out on air. So
5: that was, I think that was a that round for <laughs> <Mine. laughs> me. Was well, done that, was. <laughs> I think
2: it was poised throughout. It really was. It was just hovering on the button. <laughs>
5: Not, Not as yet, poised it as it, it would have it been was. if I'd been on. No, oh <laughs> no! <laughs>
4: I just would have been muted, mate. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. we uh, of course, we brought the uh, we brought that very show, didn't we, live from my front room? So, uh, yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. So what that's you doing, great. I, you know, I don't have to get out of bed until... Like, I'm, this show is moving live from Dave's bedroom, I'm telling you. Yeah. That's where we're <laughs> going to be very shortly. And then what I can stay shit. in bed All on the morning. I can stay in bed. Stay
3: in bed and push buttons. So there that with his, willy, that sleeping on.
1: cap on, absolutely. <laughs> I'll you know, I'll, 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 wise I'll
2: put my monocle in, just so I can see the I can see the controls. The monocle <laughs> will be worn, um, just as the smoking jacket is. You know, is is I, I dress yes. myself in a smoking jacket. I say, jacket.
4: Smithers, open my yeah. curtains. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I
2: shall tug. I shall tug on the old bell to bring the servants up. Oh.
4: Oh. Hang on! Inappropriate use Hang of the on. word tug, dear. I think the.
2: Oh, we do like Jeez. a double entendre on this show. We do.
4: Yes, we do indeed. <laughs> Glad you're hovering over that button again. Oh, well, before no, we get do down to like it, should we have some hit? Head- before we start uh, throwing the brown stuff around at each other, should we get some headlines out of the way with first? Because okay. I've got the dubious honour of having the shorter day, which I don't know whether that's just been <laughs> planned for my misery it's or not. It, <laughs> it.
0: it worked it is. out well. Okay. It
4: worked out well. I was well. trying to get out of it last night, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and just because we all feel a little bit of sympathy, we'll let you go first.
4: Oh, great.
0: <laughs> Mackens and Proud. Black Cat's News.
4: Good morning Sunderland fans, of course it's not a good morning after the weekend, a tough one to take but TalkSport's Jamie O'Hara has criticised Newcastle United's celebration after defeating Sunderland in the FA Cup at the weekend I've got to have a bit of a moan up though, your mob after the game he said on TalkSport after the game I understand the fans celebrating because you are rivals but the players and the fans and staff all going over like you'd won the FA Cup and doing a team photo in front of the fans you know, I just thought, come on mate, you've just beat Sunderland in the championship and you're one of the richest clubs in the world. I thought that was a bit disrespectful. Uh, well said, Jamie, well said. Both head coach Michael <laughs> Beale and captain Luke O'Nine called for Sunderland to learn from their 3-0 defeat against Newcastle, admitting there was a gap in quality between the two sides. In truth, it should have been expected given Newcastle's starting 11 cost in excess of £250 million, while Sunderland's side was assembled for less than £10 million. Still, the manner of losing the first wee-time derby for nearly eight years in front of a highly-charged stadium-like crowd left it stinging way aside. Beale went on to bemoan the lack of depth and experience on the bench, highlighted by the fact he only made one substitution in the entire game, while Skipper 09 was clearly disappointed in the performance and perhaps felt Sunderland could have offered more of a challenge. And finally, away from derby talk... There are supposedly a number of clubs looking at the deal for Bournemouth striker Kiefer Moore this month, but Sunderland apparently are winning the race to land the Welshman's signature. Moore 31 has struggled for game time at the Vitality Stadium this season, following the appointment of Andoni Iraola as manager, that's how you pronounce Spanish, right? Indeed the Suns' Alan Nixon <laughs> reports that Sunderland and Michael Bale are leading the charge to sign Moore before the end of January, ahead of the likes of Daniel Fox' side Leeds United and more second tier clubs. There are your Sunderland head-
3: headlines.
0: Smoggy's and proud. Borough News.
3: Good morning, Borough fans. Hope your weekend was well. Middlesbrough have bowed out of the FA Cup with a tough-to-take 1-0 loss to Aston Villa. Middlesbrough pushed the team sitting second in the Premier League all night and it took an unlucky deflection to beat an incredible Tom Glover on the night. Borough will hold their heads high, though, with a stoic performance and many believe if they take that level again come Tuesday's home semi-final against Chelsea, it will be right as rain. Tom Glover showed his potential with some fantastic saves against Villa and has now revealed the decision to remain out of this month's Asian Cup was actually a mutual one. Speaking about not going, Glover said, I spoke to the national team staff and with Seni going away to AFCON, they thought it would be best if I stayed here and played games. It was a mutual decision overall and it's an opportunity I need to make the most of here now. I've been presented with these games and I need to make it count. On that front as well, it does look like and reported Senny Dieng will be sent home from the AFCON after reporting his injury has not healed and Senegal will not be using him, potentially sending Dieng returning there. Later to be confirmed, Borough fans. And Borough women got off to the perfect start in 2024, beating Hull City ladies 2-0. Goals from Ellen Turnbull and Abby Towers ensured Borough women started 2024 off in style. They now face a tough run of fixtures though, with League League Barnsley and Durham Sestria still to come. Uh, before that is another home match when Leeds United head to the Map Group Stadium
0: next Sunday. That's your borough headlines. On to Chelsea. Bring it on. Magpies and Proud. Mags News.
5: Right, good morning, Newcastle fans. Uh, what a weekend for uh, three different reasons. First, an own goal and a brace from Alexander Izak gave the Magpies a deserved victory in the FA Cup third round tie at the Stadium of Light on Saturday. Having redecorated parts of their ground in honour of Newcastle United before the game, the Maccams proved to be equally generous on the pitch, (laughs) netting a own goal, losing possession in their own box for the second and then conceding a penalty for the third. A first derby success in ten attempts since 2011 also marked Eddie Howe's first victory as Newcastle boss in the FA Cup at the third attempt, following losses to lower league sides in the previous two seasons. Newcastle's first away-winning nine league and cup games since the 3-0 victory over Manchester United in the Carabao Cup was played out in front of 6,000 away supporters who were bushed in quite sensibly, I think, from Tyneside. And having gone unbeaten through the whole of 2023, Newcastle United's women carried that form into 2024 with an emphatic 7-0 victory over Halifax women on Sunday. A Katie Barker bracing goals from Georgia Gibson and Emma Kelly blew away the visitors in the first half before Barker completed a hat-trick and both Hannah Greenwood and Tyler Dodds got in on the act in the second half and Newcastle under 18s beat Wolves 3-2 at the weekend with a quickfire brace from Sean Neave and an 86-minute winner from Johnny Emerson which extended Newcastle's season-long winning streak on home soil to five games on Saturday and Newcastle's Yankouba Mindy has been named in the 27-man squad that will represent Gambia in the African Cup of Nations later this month the 19-year-old attacker is currently on loan at Dutch side Feyenoord and has won senior international cap. The 24 tournament concludes on February the 11th. And as a broadcaster, I think we should all just send our best wishes and love to Kate Garraway this morning, who uh, lost her husband Derek Draper over the weekend yeah. and sadly passed away yeah. last week due to complications from COVID. Uh, our thoughts are with Kate at this uh, very sad time and our family and friends. That's in your Castle United headlines on Monday morning.
0: Together, across the Northeast, three brand new radio stations by the fans, for the fans, on DAP Radio, online and smart speakers.
1: Right across, right across the Northeast.
3: That's you. <laughs>
2: Well spotted, that man! Well spotted, that man! Our
3: jingle department is stepping up in 2024. Wow, listen to the listen to the deep voice of that man. Wow, I was very impressed by that. He can't even walk down the street.
2: His pair are that large.
3: What a jingle that is!
2: (laughs) Teddy just a boy. solid set of brass ones,
3: isn't it, <laughs> Teddy Boy? I'm putting you. I'm putting you in the hot seat, mate. Like the. Uh, like the. Are you? Who wants to be on, a millionaire? On sit down. Sit down. Spotlight on, because I want to talk to you about this. Just this one thing, and then I'll be quiet the rest of the day. I want to okay. talk to you about the message I sent you in this, uh in our unspoken about WhatsApp group, uh, and I just okay. want to get your reaction to it because I feel like. From what I've seen on social media, what I saw in the live watch along and everything like that, it was a bit of a Sunderland meltdown post-match, uh, and obviously it's been it was a tough week. Now, this this message I'll, I'll leave out the the uh, profanity, but uh, you'll, you'll be able to get the gist here. Okay, so uh, one uh, Sunderland fan wrote this: "The whole tie has been a nightmare. We've lost our seats to the Mags. We lost the Black Cat Spa to the Mags." Stadium, uh, sorry, planned stadium display banned by the club. See now, in colors in aforementioned Black Cats Bar replaced by the black and white. Totally outclassed and hammered by the mags. Realizing now that how far we are f- from the Premier League and being able to compete. Our fans fighting amongst themselves in the aftermath. Michael Bill actually coming in without having any backroom backup. Stinks of a manager who's not liked. It's been horrific. KLD needs to put up or leave. I'm abbreviating.
4: He's the custodian. (laughs) Off, yes.
3: (laughs) And is responsible for half this shambles. That response went viral and has, on X right now, has a resounding 1,789 likes. What are your responses to that? Because to me, Wow.
4: Yeah, um, where to start? There is an awful lot to unpack here. The, the game aside, um, I, I mean, there were so many individual performances that, that for me, disappointed, um, that, that I know we didn't see the, the, the Sunderland side that I know could play. However, you know, it's a massive, massive step up. It's It's been said many times, we said it on the day as well, it highlights the absolute gulf that exists now between Championship and Premier League. We talked about Burnley and and how good they were last season when they got promoted, and um, you look at how they're struggling in in the Premier League this time around. It's you're talking about going up against a team that was playing Champions League football, a, a team that hammered Paris Saint Germain four one. We're actually better than PSG because uh, you know we we uh, we didn't concede for. so that, that, that's way I'm looking. Um, however, you know I've I've seen the post from from, from Kev on the uh, on the message board yes um losing the seat to the mags right it's gone it's 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 happened I, I get it nobody likes what's happened we lost the black cats part of the mags the the planned stadium display is another one as well that's 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 rear in its head and the uh, the spirit of 73 who who organized the, the flag display are coming in for what I would deem as unfair criticism at this time these lads are volunteers they, they rely on donations from fans now some of the fans are kicking off saying, "Well, they've reused some of the old flags and reused some of the old placards." Well, of course they did because the original design that they had, the club initially agreed to, and then reneged on the deal, and they had to the last minute put some changes in place to try and get something ordered to fill the spot. The thing that was um, outlawed by the club was because one of one of the certain displays at one of the ends was. Questioning the the moral the morality of the Newcastle ownership. Let's say. Um, it was actually a Sports Direct logo with Sports Washing written on it, um, so that was that was banned by the club. Um, which which, to be honest, I mean they, they seem to care more about Newcastle's feelings than they do about the fans' feelings at this moment in time. And there needs to be there needs to be a full on conversation and a full on statement. Um, I. I agree with a lot of the ill feeling towards the club at this moment in time. Um, I think (laughs) Michael Bale kind of bemoaning the lack of experience on the bench and things like that. It's ridiculous. He he knew the job. He he knew the brief when he came in. Apparently, you know, using his crappy little buzzwords, we're fully aligned with the management. Well, all right, if you're fully aligned, get on with it. Give the young lads a chance. That will have damaged their confidence because you're 2-0 down against your absolute sworn enemy you're looking at the bench and going ah, and only make one the rest of them are too young that's that's crap management absolute crap management and you know it's it's becoming more and more clear that the guy is being brought in as speakman's puppet And, and again i mean job playing job was absolutely out of his depth and worn out knackered he started the game looking lame. He he, he ran around that pitch like Chrissy Waddle used to at, at Roker Park when he was thirty-six years old. And by run, I mean hobble and, and really struggle their way through it as well. I, there were so many performances that were it, it lacked maturity, and I think it, it it lacked that steady and calm hand of somebody like Tony Mowbray going right, lads. This is what it's going to be like. You need to do this. You need to concentrate. I'll give you an example. Trey Hume played the occasion and not the game. He was too eager to try and stick a big tackle on on Gordon rather than be patient and hold his concentration. And subsequently, he's caught out of possession numerous occasions. That's that's his first game against Premier League opposition. I, I get that, but where's that where's that guiding hand on these lads? Ballard, you know, unlucky with the own goal, and he was probably our best player in the first half, to be honest. And, and I think we're, we're we're talking about that Rye as well but yeah. just the, the immaturity for the penalty for me where Gordon's gone away from the goal and it, it doesn't have to make that challenge he just has to yeah. stand him up and again you can also ask well where's his marker as well where's Trey Hume gone so all these yeah. little bits of like sort of um you know Anthony Patterson's footwork i mean this insistence on on knocking it about the 18 yard line it cost us points against Bristol City Bristol City i mean they're, they're an absolute Naf little club down south. You can't expect to, you know, if it's if you're going to get punished by Bristol City, what's it going to be like when you're facing international standard players like Isaac and and, and Almeron and that lot? It's 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 now getting to the point where KLD, Kirill Louis Dreyfus, needs to pump money into this situation because it is now proven you are not going to win this championship and get promoted with kids. And even if you did, even if you fluked a promotion out of this. Which I think is highly unlikely, by the way. Even if you did, that they would get absolutely mullered week in, week out, in the Premier League. And he's he's now got to he's got to change this tactic because the project, in inverted commas, and I hate that expression as well. It's not a project; it's a football mm-hmm. club, and it matters to fans. It matters to local people who have put their life and their money into that club. So calling it a project is about the biggest insult you can do. It's not a project. We're not some sort of rich little boys hedge fund project and, and, you know, just little play thing. He needs to grow a set. He needs to invest in that club and go, right, OK, this isn't working. We're losing the fans. We're losing important games. We don't look like we're going to get promoted. Change your tactic, lads. KLD, get your wallet out or get out, is my message.
3: Mm. Wow. Tough words there from Teddy Mackham. I don't mean to take over. I know it's your show, but I just wanted to sort of obviously give you a breather because it's red hot in here this morning. Uh, I also <laughs> wanted to obviously talk about uh, just, we, we, I mean, we were live together. Uh, I saw your reaction. We were talking about all the way through it. At halftime, I thought Spirits were still quite okay. I mean, one nil down. And, and for honest yeah. Uh, all and purposes, there's not much Ballard could have done with that cross. Uh, no. Joe Linton coming in from the left-hand side. He put in a fizzer of a cross. If he doesn't get his foot to it, then Isaac is sitting there Isaac, probably going to have a hat trick. Him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. So he has to do something. Unfortunately, it goes, you know, flying past Patterson, it's an own goal, right? But you take that because, as you said, I thought Ballard was quite impressive. The, the amount of the uh, balls he stopped into there uh, and and, you know, jumping over a few players, I thought he was quite, you know, doing very well. Yep. Second half, you, you go away for a half-team, uh halftime chat with Michael Beal. You know, you're one 0 down in the Derby FA Cup. His chance to uh, That must change. have been inspiring. Exactly what I was gonna say. His chance to have an inspiring chat, pump the lads up. You're only one 0 down against a Premier League team. You know, get back in this. We have a minute, less than a minute, and Pierre Equa tries to take on uh because he, he did. He, he didn't he didn't Try and clear it. He wasn't, tried to take on. Wasn't his
4: fault. Uh, wasn't
3: his fault. He tried to take on uh, an onslaught of upcoming Newcastle players. Uh, Almiron yeah. strikes on him, gets the ball in, crosses it to Isaac. You're two 0 down a minute after half time, and that's the game done and dusted. I mean, is there a sense of being let down by a game plan or by the players, for instance, in that derby?
4: Yes. <laughs> Post, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think a little bit of both yeah, um, okay. Anthony Patterson look I, I said before the game he's the best goalkeeper in the championship he is when it comes to shot stopping and when it comes to command yep. in his area but when it comes to his footwork you can't blame Pierre Equa for that goal you absolutely cannot yep. he plays it back to the keeper Patterson at that point should put his laces through that and send it an, into the top tier of the opposing stand because because playing it back to him you, you, you're playing you're playing it was a hospital pass I mean it was it was actually under hit so Equa has to come further towards his goal with the, with his back to Almeiron and just puts him under serious serious pressure And you know all the shouting in the world from the Sunderland fans is it just doesn't help in that situation Patterson should never have played the ball back to Equa and it's that it's that immaturity and it's yes Look, well, I can see what we're trying to do, build these, this, this team of, of young stars and, you know, sell them on for a profit and all that kind of thing. You're not going to make a profit if they get absolutely mullered on big screen opportunities like what we get where the whole, you know, in some cases the entire world's watching because it was the pick of the FA Cup games at that time. So, the, you know, the, that, if anything, damages the uh, the profitability of selling these young players on. Patterson needs to grow up from that, and we've said it. Sunderland fans have said this for a while now about his footwork. Stop prattling about with it in the 18-yard area. I had to really edit that one very quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stop prattling about with it.
3: the sweat appeared on my forehead.
5: Oh,
4: nah, not listen. as many as me, because I like this job. I listened um, listen <laughs> to Roy Keane
3: as well. He would have been, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it, I think the game plan. Look the game plan is the game plan and and we didn't set up any differently to what we normally do and I I, you know give it to Beal on that he didn't try to experiment it it wasn't anything risky it was kind of set up in the way we always are but I think there was just too many people caught in the headlights um it it was their first experience playing against good players you know a a Brazilian international pairing in midfield Longstaff for me was actually quite disappointing and Longstaff is somebody who I I rate Um, I I didn't think he had a great game Um, but having said that when your two colleagues are are, are Brazilian internationals like they are and they had a great game they didn't get um, hot-headed or anything like that they actually played with the talent that we all know that they've got so the likes of Dan Neil and, and equa were always going to struggle against that. Equa, bearing in mind, lads, and I mentioned this at the time, Equa's only just celebrating his first anniversary of playing senior football. Mm. So, in essence, there's a, there's a little bit of, well, what do you expect? They, this, is a, this is a young side, this is like an, an under-23s team that we're putting out there, without the likes of Paddy Roberts as well, um, without a recognised goal scorer. But at the same time, you just think, well, they, they've had time to address this. Louis Dreyfus has had time to address this I I worry about Michael Bale and his reaction to this it's going to take an awful lot to repair um, and get the lads ready for what is an extremely tough next game against Ipswich um, and it's going to take even more than that for, for the club to actually repair the damage in the relationship with the fans given, given what they've done
3: it's been a massive week, hasn't it, for Sunderland? I mean, uh, Steve, over obviously to you, mate. You were on the flip side of it. Uh, a good performance, a good day out for Newcastle, putting Sunderland to the uh, sword. I actually said at half time, though, um, you know, you, you've had you had create you created as many chances as you could, um, but it was a o- Sunderland own goal. I mean, they they um, you know, y- you weren't able to sort of put it past. I think, uh, yeah, as he said, Longstaff had a good chance, uh, Bruno as well. Uh, was showing his class in that when we were talking about you know Sunderland potentially getting under his skin, he was kind of left alone and Newcastle just were able to get to work.
5: Hey, look, Dan Ballard got himself in all kinds of a mess uh, for that first goal, and if he'd missed it, Isaac was at the back post and took it in unmarked. So you know, t- yeah, it was an own goal, but it was great work by Joel and and you know Isaac would have finished that no no problem at all. Sean Longstaff, you know, he's been going through a mixed bag of form. Um, I think he has been playing with an injury. Um, I think, you know, like quite a few of the players. Let's face it, they've, they've had to play through the pain barrier because of the, uh, the, you know, the people who've been ruled out through injury. I think the one positive I took from Sean Longstaff was he wasn't afraid to miss. He got himself into numerous positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first three chances of the game fell to Sean Longstaff and he missed them all, but at least he was in the play in the right place at the right time. That gives me a lot of um, hope for, you know, forthcoming games for Newcastle. Um he's he's gradually finding his way back to form. He just needs to get his shooting boots on. Um probably a bit of nerves in that I mean it's a big big game the North East uh, Tain and we had Derby we had Tyne Derby it's become you know it, it, it should be a regular fixture on the calendar but unfortunately it isn't but the game itself um, I, I got more confident the closer we got to the game and um, you know I predicted a 2-1 win for Newcastle by the time I got to the ground I wasn't nervous at all I, I really had that kind of wasn't overconfidence. I just felt we were going to win the game, and when I saw Newcastle's lineup, um, I just felt like we're well, giving maybe Sunderland too much credit. And I thought it's going to be embarrassing if Newcastle lose to Sunderland today, um, because it you know because of the gulf between the two teams that exists at the moment, um, mainly due to the fact that Sunderland have spent so long out of the the Premier League. Um, and it and it and it did come to pass. Um, Newcastle really put in a a professional performance. The the concerns that we had about the likes of bruno and joe linton potentially playing the um the occasion rather than playing the game um you know it 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 was it was pointless worrying about it because you know, as uh, you know, as we've just said, and I've just you know just heard Ted say it. I mean, they they, they put in a really really professional performance, the lads. Um, Joel Linton probably was man of the match until he went off. Um, he, he he dominated the midfield. He he you know he ran he, he ran into the channels. Um, he, he was putting himself about physically uh, without going over the top. And he controlled his emotions, as did Bruno. And you know they, they bossed the midfield. They really, they really did. And I think if there was an example of men against boys on the day, it was probably those two uh, in the middle. I think they did a fantastic job. Anthony Gordon. I mean, Newcastle United's official club website and and social media uh, put out a, a little video of Anthony Gordon after the game. Um, wise move kind of thing that sometimes social media um, represented as a close put out before games which stokes stokes up the wrong kind of feeling um, but it was a video of him when the draw had been made against Sunderland and he, he, he goes Sunderland hey oh, I've always wanted to play them and I've always wanted to play in that game and it was like, you know, I, I, you could see he, he really was enthusiastic about playing in it and, um, you know, we spoke last week about, you know, Gordon Gordon used to enjoy playing in... Um, the, the, the Liverpool Everton game so to be able to play in the Newcastle sunderland game and, and and you know put in the kind of performance he did he can he can hold his head he can hold his head high he'll be disappointed that he didn't get on the score sheet he, he usually does in derby games uh but I thought his I thought his performance was 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 exceptional I'll give special mention to to Isaac because you know he is you know, if we can keep him, if we can keep him fit, he is he is going to be our centre forward for quite a few years to come. Um, he took the you know he took the second goal really well for the club um, at the weekend. You know, it was the the important second goal, putting the game you know almost beyond Sunderland's reach. Um, but you've got to give credit to Sunderland in the sense that you know they didn't they didn't sit back, they didn't let their heads go down, they did give it a go at, at times. Um, I think I'd highlighted Pritchard as somebody who potentially could do some damage after watching him against Preston. Um, you know, he 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 took a speculative shot from about twenty-five yards out and it skimmed the crossbar. Um, and 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 Debravka, um, who as a goalkeeper, it's very hard, you know, to stand around and and do nothing uh, all game and then suddenly find yourself with a shot to save. And you know, he was equal to the shot that uh, Sunderland put in. One from Equa, you know, yeah, it was yeah, a hell of a save, yeah, yeah, a hell
3: of a yeah great save. I mean, yeah. You know,
5: it, that would have made it two one, and it would have been interesting to see what Newcastle would have done then because confidence has been fragile, and uh, the results haven't been good over Christmas. And in your local derby, uh, with with a crowd suddenly getting you know behind the team again, it might have made a difference, um, but it didn't happen. And that, and De save was massively, massively important and. Keeping it at two nil, um, you know, and, and neither of those chances going in, the supporters the support, has, the support has really uh, uh, just decided to to spend most of the game, you know, just sitting on the hands, which isn't 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 a disease that Sunderland have uniquely. It's exactly the same at Newcastle. And again, something I mentioned last week. If we can if we can quieten the crowd down, and you know, get a goal, it, it's going to play into our hands because you know Newcastle and Sunderland. It, it, you know At home Who have big crowds You know Week after week are, are a massive advantage And are a 12th man When they're behind the team But when they sit quietly um, it, it does work against the team In a lot of ways Because You know That kind of nervousness And you know The animosity it's the murmurs and groans it, Isn't it It doesn't help It doesn't help And that's what happened And you know, we were, you know, we were quite close to the Sunderland, the Sunderland fans. Um, the band, was great. I mean, look, it was, a, it was a, in that respect, it was a good natured derby. Um, I, I often laugh when I go to away grounds and I see people in our support um, spending most of the game, you know, turning towards the, the opposition fans and just, constantly going at each other and we had a couple of them an hour away end and we had a few there was quite a few in the sunland then basically spent the whole game shouting and bawling at each other which I I just find bizarre. Um, probably didn't see any of the game or any of the goals. Uh, but, so you see me sister then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but over,
5: but you know overall it's an experience. It was it was you know I've I've been to been to every derby at Roca and the stadium alight, as I've mentioned lads, since the you know the late eighties and I, I, I enjoyed it. The the experience as a Newcastle fan being part of a bubble derby was, was interesting. We got to the ground at half State uh in the morning, which was our allocated slot on the buses. Uh, we got up there and it was well organized by newcastle we were we were basically queued up uh, underneath the uh, you know underneath the Melbourne stand and as we got up there there was a you know it was little touches by the club they had a they had a dj playing um you know music that would be played inside the ground on a match day uh, on loop they had um, uh, on the left hand side towards the glass atrium they had tables lined up where they were giving away like a, a cereal bar a bottle of water and a, and a free scarf and, and ultimately, they they just got everything right from the club's perspective, bearing in mind they'd paid for the buses. Um, You know, and look, yeah, 6,000 scovs is, is neither here nor there to, to, to our owners, but it's the gesture that counts. Um But they had us all lined up. We stood outside the ground probably for about 15, 20 minutes, uh, and then we got... You know, you know, you know. They allowed us to walk up towards the buses. Uh, we got onto the buses. Um, I, I was quite lucky for us. We were on the second bus uh, going down to the stadium. Alight, we got onto the bus. We we then were ferried down to Scotchwood Road, and they got us into a convoy. Um and then uh, that was probably the worst part we we had to wait on Scottswood Road for about 30 minutes so when you think you're on your way but then you you stopped in Newcastle it was a bit annoying but then you know we we travelled down to Sunderland probably took us 10 15 minutes longer than it would have in the car um, and we got to the ground around about quarter past ten, so we were the first couple of coaches in. Um, I did find it funny that there was, you know, quite a few Sunderland fans milling around there to give us a <laughs> bit of grief as we got in. I yeah, think, we know, saw that. Of, no, it was a warm was thinking,
2: welcome, mate. It was a warm welcome. Well, it was. Again. It was. Well, you're thinking,
5: you're thinking, you're yeah. You know, you're thinking, how are you, lads? You know, it's three hours to go before kickoff. Surely you've got something better to be doing than standing out here calling me an FA Cup. Um, and, and 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 it was. <laughs> And if you're gonna hurl an insult, chuck something better than that. Um, but but you know, look, it was it is what it is. It 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 set the tone. We we got in no problem. I, I think the good thing as well was that the steward, the steward, um, you know, uh, when you go down to a game like this, in you're playing a local derby they tend to put your stewards in your section. So we had a lot of Newcastle stewards in with us, uh, a lot of familiar faces, a lot of the lads who uh, want to give them a big shout out. They did a great job at the weekend. Um, and, you know, we, we got in and we got into the bar, um, you know, going into the bar was great for the lads. I, I don't drink before a game. I might have a drink after the game, but I don't drink before a game and I don't drink, you know, at half time. Um, I like to watch the game and, and, and you know, and, and take it all in and take the atmosphere in. So, you know, I went in, got a coffee, the lads were the lads all bought four pints, um, and and we were basically each. we were basically each yes, and we were basically standing there. Uh, but we we managed to get by like my two. derby dear But <laughs> well, that's basically yes. We got it. We got into the corner. We got into a corner. We, we, we got our place. But um, you know, within an hour, with the rest of the buses starting to come in and the rest of the supporters coming in. It was very, very, and I put a couple of videos on a short on on my YouTube channel. It was, it was, it was very, very crowded and very tight, uh, uncomfortably so, uh, to the point where there was one or two people, not, you know, just getting getting aerated with each other because you know people people don't like it when they spill beer, uh, but other people who just wouldn't move. Um, it was becoming it was becoming too uncomfortable. So I went up to my seat at about you know 45 minutes before kick off, watched the teams come out, watched the lads warm up. And uh, just took took the atmosphere in really, and um, you know obviously saw that Sunderland had, had you know managed to get some kind of flag display sorted out, which which all added to the atmosphere. Pyrotechnics? Really? Was it that kind of occasion? Uh, you know, somebody somewhere probably thought it was a good idea. But if you do pyrotechnics on a regular, my bad. If you if you do pyrotechnics on a regular basis, do them. But to do them, do them just because of that game? Uh, mm, I'm not too so sure. But anyway, I was watch along. It must have been you. Must have organised it. <laughs> I did. Uh, my bad. But, but but the atmosphere at the start, the best part of the day was the start, you know. I mean, when you know when the music gets played, Sunderland come out, Newcastle come out. It was you know you really got a sense of the occasion. The scarves came into play from the Newcastle end because Newcastle United fans were were, were twirling the scarves. We've had experience of doing that at home, and that itself. I mean, what a sight, you know. Listen, I'm not going to criticise Sunderland's flag display. It is what it is, you know. And, and what, you know whoever's paid for that and done it is you know as Ted quite rightly points out, you know that these people are volunteers. Um, I've seen the fallout on, on Sunderland's timeline about, you know, where's the money gone? Blah blah blah. Um look, it it it's it's a lot of you know, there's a lot of expense goes into these things. It's not gonna be it, it wasn't the greatest of flag displays, but at least the lads give it a go. And the fact that they were hampered by, um, the fact that They'd come up with an idea which eventually was, you know, vetoed by the club. Well, you know, probably lost prob- as well. They probably spent money on something which was probably halfway through manufacture, if not manufactured, and you know, it's probably, you know, probably had to chuck that in the bin. So it, it's just one of those situations. But listen, it made for a great atmosphere. Newcastle fans waving their scarves, the the, the, the Sunderland fans doing their bit with the, with their display, and that was it. You know, we're, we're into the game, and the game for me, like I said, out. It was weird because the closer we got to the game, the less nervous I got. And uh, it, it probably about 15, 20 minutes in, it was, you know, we've got to start taking our chances, you know, and I mean, those long staff misses really were like, you know, like you were thinking, no, surely not you know we're not going we're not going to go down this route again but yeah. the first goal settled the nerves um i think from 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 our perspective i mean i'm i was standing next to a couple of my mates who were perennial that the, the the perennial season uh, away away season huggers the the the, the at every opportunity if you miss a chance if you do this <laughs> you do that but i'm like i'm like i'm like that i'm like their psychiatrist on a match day like i'm going to be fine man we're going we'll, we'll get another goal but like even a two even a 2-0 they're going Oh, we need a third, like, we need a third. You know, they're they just do kind of supporters. But I got I got them through it. There was you know, for me, you know, it was it was an enjoyable derby. Um I sat there at half time, had a chat with a few uh, uh a few fans around us and um, you know, we we were, you know, were contemplating what the second half would bring. Um I think a lot of people were you know, praised praised Howe's management of Miley. Um I think if you know I think if anybody could have potentially being lured into playing the occasion Um, rather than the match it might have been Miley, only because of his age. Um, Maybe he could have been a target, which proved to be the case later on with Luke O9. Um, you know, maybe they would have targeted him and tried to rough him up, um, and and I think it was a sensible move by Howe to give Miley a place on the bench. I thought when he came on, I thought he did tremendously well, and I think the fact that you didn't get a rise out of him from that t- that challenge by 09, yeah. um I think I think shows the maturity and the the head that that kid's got on him. He probably could have started the game, but I think it was wise management on uh, on Howe's behalf. I think it was great as well to see you know Trippier. Yeah, uh, come back to his best. I think that was the big talking point pre-match. You know, we knew he yeah. was going to have a late fitness test, um, but I think Sunderland saw the best of Kieran Trippier there. Um, you know, the, you know, the, he had an absolute blinder, and and to get a bit of stick like he did, which I think you know we all knew we probably would if he was going to play uh, for you know for the rumours that are flying around on uh, unsub- unsubstantiated rumours that are flying uh, wasn't, round wasn't around around wasn't, wasn't aware of anything. <laughs> they uh, they give him some they give him some stick, and he. And, and he was great he played the banter and he loved that game and and and, and that yeah. was an example of how to deal with that kind of stuff from a professional perspective he he really did a great job and he captained the team to victory and um i think the you know for me obviously the you know the second goal Isaac's goal was was great and i think you know the, the supplier of the goal was Miguel Almirón who who you know you can see I think Sunderland fans got a chance to see it firsthand. what Miguel Miron's all about he can be quite a frustrating individual he puts so much work in he puts so much effort in um, there's very little end product but he assisted for the second goal which was key. Um he ran himself into the ground and he crossed with his right foot twice um uh, at the weekend which which clearly is something he's now working on in training because normally he has to cut back onto his left. Well, to, you know yeah. to see him cross with his right for me was a major there's, there's major work being done on that respect and that that was great to see. Um I Probably gave Anthony Gordon man of the match. Um, I, I think he just shaded it. It would have been Joel Linton had he stayed on the pitch, but obviously he he succumbed to another injury. Uh, but I thought that Anthony Gordon was by far the man of the match. I thought he I thought he he, he just he, he ran himself into the ground and, and and you know there was you know he was just very very productive. He deserved a goal probably on the day, uh, but didn't get one. Got to give mention to the back four. I mean I know they were rarely troubled, but you know. Dan Byrne was probably targeted and tested the most, and I thought, I thought again, somebody who's a jolly lad, despite his experience, could have played the occasion, but he didn't. He played the game. I thought Dan Byrne did well. He, you know, he's he's certainly coming towards the twilight years of his career, though, you know, and I think that game might have been a bit of a wake up call to him because, you know, there was if they were going to get a bit of joy, I think it might have been down Dan Byrne's side, but you know, look, he didn't, he didn't shirk his duties, and he he, he played he played really well um as for the as for the end of the game um obviously i was in the away end and you know, as always newcastle united win lose or draw come down and 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 thank the supporters um and i think the emotion and and what that win meant um was there for all to see i think you know the the fact that the players ran down to us and you know you know cheered and and saluted was i think it was spontaneous it wasn't planned I think the I think you know it it showed how much winning a derby means and I think that's that shows that the guys in the dressing room you Sean Longstaffs you Paul Dummett, you Mark Gillespie's uh, you Dan Burns I think did their job as Jorries uh, and and made the the non jordys understand what this what this game actually means to the supporters, and I think that the spontaneous reaction was to come down and you know run towards us all and say that one was for you, um, especially having six thousand Newcastle fans there. That's a hell of a lot of supporters, and the, you know I, I, as a winning derby team, you can't help but be inspired by seeing that many of your supporters at an away ground, and and they ran down and wanted to do that. It was. I've got to be honest. Before Tyndall Tyndall organised the players to turn round for the photograph, I said this would be a great photo opportunity. But that's the PR person in me. Uh, that's I, I thought this would be a great opportunity. I I, I was hoping they were going to do it, and and then you just saw Tyndall speaking to Serena, the club photographer, and, and speaking to the lads and trying to organise them to turn round, and and do it. So, I don't think that was a pre-organised bit of. Um, you know uh, you know howsery without the first word i think that was li- <laughs> i think that was literally just a, an opportunity for newcastle to capture a moment in time um because you know you don't often have 6000 away fans there but it was a huge huge win for us huge because it was the derby huge because it was progression into the fourth round of the fa cup because of what's happened in recent weeks going out of the champions league and going out of the carabao cup but also um, huge because you know it's it's an opportunity for us to get a photo in front of all the fans who followed us you know across across the the continents this year. It captured a moment in time. I don't think the thought of rubbing it in Sunderland's faces, or you know, this this will this will upset <laughs> oh, the Macs. So I don't I don't think that was I don't think that was the initial thought. I think as as the photo was taken, it probably sunk in what they were doing. But it was we've taken those photos for years now uh, within our within the confines of our own changing rooms or visiting changing yeah. rooms, and I just think it was the spontaneity of it. I I, I don't think it was pre-planned. I just think it, it's it's one of those. And yeah, look it. I can understand the backlash. I can understand people saying, "Well, that's you know, that's embarrassing." Blah blah blah. You know, I don't pay much attention to these people on on other radio stations and their views of people who've never played the derby at Newcastle and Sunderland in their lives, or they don't really understand North East <laughs> football. I genuinely, I genuinely think. Good I slagging, just like it, like yeah, it. <laughs> I, I just genuinely, I just genuinely think, I just genuinely think it was just in the moment that that, that we did that. Listening to the, the post-match interviews um, when I got back in, um, or just, well, finishing off, getting the coaches back, that was the worst part of the day. We, we ended up, we ended up obviously, first in, last out was the way that we... But there was no communication from the club. There was no communication from the police. This was the disappointing thing. And when I say the club, I mean Sunderland. No Tannoy announcements or anything. So we were, we were kept back in the bar for an hour after the game. Um, I had another coffee. The lads had another four pints. And the the each. yeah yeah each yeah and then um, there was a problem with the, uh, the 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 electronics within the stadium. So basically, the, uh, the, 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 the you couldn't pay by card, and we were told there was no cash payments on the day at Sunderland. It was all card payments. Oh, so the you got the beer free. So the terminals went down, um, and we were then kept in the ground for another forty-five minutes, and uh-huh. they had to give the they had to give the beer away so basically oh they, instead of pulling the shutters down please don't tell me my club give you free beer as well to so, celebrate so basically they gave <laughs> so they, they gave the lager oh away no. in, in our in the lower tier they gave and the upper tier before they got let out everyone got the beer for free we got our soft oh drinks for free well
4: of course I wasn't How I wasn't going to miss my it weekend even worse I,
5: I wasn't going to miss out on a freebie. So I went up to the barn and said, can I have a, a bottle of Diet Coke, please? And she went, oh, uh, we can't do that. Um, the cob machine's down. I said, well, everyone's getting free beer. I said, and I don't drink. And she went, all oh, right, look, look, you can just have one. So I got me free bottle of Coke off Sunderland. <laughs> and- I got a free Coke. They um they, they 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 then basically ran out of lager. Did uh, they
2: bring masseurs in and give you all free massages? Oh,
5: nearly. So they, were, so they
1: basically
4: they were started for bringing them in hotel in Newcastle. So my mates were coming back with four
5: another four pints of lager, right? So they were bringing those four pints of lager over, and then um, people were coming back going, I still, the, the terminal's still not on." He says, "But they've run out of lager." I says, "What's that?" He went, "Oh, that's said uh, dark fruit." So then my mates went back. <laughs> And got started getting dark fruits. So by the time we left, they'd run out of lager and they'd just run out of dark fruits as we left, and they give it all away for free. Um, a couple of people <laughs> like me got soft drinks, and a couple of other people got those little bottles of wine in glass bottles, um, which which basically. So basically, it was a free for all at the end of the, at the end of the match. We then got let out into the car park, which was which was quite a, quite a narrow like a, a narrow exit in, into that into that stand to start with. They piled us all into there and kept us outside for another half an hour so I got back to Newcastle after the game at about quarter past five on, on one of the last oh, wow. of bu- on, on one of the last set of buses um post-match interviews I've got to be honest I thought that um I was impressed with Beal and I mentioned I've mentioned that at the top of the program I thought Beal was very measured uh, very calm and I thought he came across very well and I know that you know you know Ted's got his own opinions on 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 Beal and, and you know his appointment uh but just just focusing on the derby game and focusing on what he said I think he pretty much got it right about Sunderland football club and where they are and 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 where this team is and and what they'll have learned from that game and I listened to the 9s although it was slightly speeded up on the version I watched because I got sent this and say oh you've got to watch this uh but again I thought his I thought his was quite you know I thought his was quite measured and you know I, I I think Eddie Howe, you know Eddie Howe, as always, was just calm, cool, and collected, and just gave gave an honest opinion. Um, but it was there's no doubt about it that that win for us was 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 probably the reboot that Eddie Howe was looking for at the weekend. It, you know, it, this isn't this isn't a starting point. This isn't a, a game to kickstart our season. It's a reboot. It was getting back to the principles of. Not conceding goals Keeping it tight at the back And doing a professional job In the midfield And up front and, and you know Getting through to the next round And Make no mistake about it That was a really difficult draw for us And uh, I will pay some son In the respect In the sense that That was as difficult As getting Man City away Or getting um you know getting PSG AC Milan and Dortmund in the Champions League because of the the opposition because it was a potential banana skin for us it, the biggest banana skin that Newcastle United can face as a football club because if you lose that game then it yeah, your life isn't worth living for a week and you know <laughs> if you lo- and if you lose that game as a football team it it's an embarrassment and we saw Sunderland's flag you know, following in the footsteps of legends or something along those lines, it meant a lot to Sunderland as well. And, you know, there'll be a lot of uh, people returning in this Santa who will uh, be getting a bit of stick from their Geordie compatriots. And um, there'll be a lot of. Uh, be a lot of sick leave, mate. <laughs> there'll be a lot of sick leave, I can imagine, yeah. But it's. Overall, it was a derby match that was played in the right spirit um you know I didn't see any trouble and I think the one thing I said on Friday's show was you know let's make sure that that's that's the case and yeah. you know um that was mainly down to the fact that the police did their job well um you know yeah. I'd, I'd hate to see the taxpayers bill for that particular convoy uh, at the weekend um <laughs> And despite the fact that they've said that that's not going to be that's not they're not setting a precedent for future derbies with that kind of uh, with that kind of um, bubble game, uh, you know, if it if it happens again anytime soon, I can imagine them doing exactly the same again because it was such a big success. So um, so yeah, look, overall delighted. Um, we're into the next round. Newcastle um will be hoping for a home draw. Uh, tonight and hoping that we can get something slightly easier uh, than we've had in previous cup games this season um, we deserve a little bit of luck um, I think for me ideally I'd like to see Wrexham at home because of the connection with Rob Lee's family um, I think that, that that in itself would be a, a wonderful tie um, you know or give. you just want
4: get, to get on Deadpool 3 don't you I that's do, what yeah. it is <laughs> 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 I
5: know your <laughs> game mate <laughs> 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 get,
2: this is Wrexham <laughs>
5: <laughs> i get to, oh, Yeah, exactly. i get me into the United, like OPR is, You know, somebody. So it's just to give us an easier game please just give us a chance at home against somebody so we can get through the fifth round and keep our season alive but um i believe um although it hasn't been confirmed officially yet that it means that the aston villa game will probably get put back now because newcastle and aston villa both obviously got through aston villa beating middlesbrough of course by that one goal to nil scoreline. but i think that that means our fixture against villa may well get put back now which for me, it's good news because I, you know, I, despite beating Sunderland, uh, we now go you know, we now go into a game against Manchester City at the weekend. It might all come, you know, the feel good factor could come crashing back down at the weekend. We are at home, of course, but I just, you know, I just like to keep the run going. The Borneo back. If we could get a goal against, if we could get a, a point, sorry, against Man City, going into a two week break and and chance to get players back. Then I think, you know, then going into the next round of the FA Cup and getting another win and, you know, having that Villa game pushed back a bit, I think that would do us the world of good because... By the time we played Villa then, you'd hope that we'd have the likes of Harvey Barnes back, Elliot Anderson, Jacob Murphy, Joe Willock, and, you know, we, you know, everybody probably would be back and available apart from Nick Pope. So, you know, we could be in a much stronger position when we come to play Villa in the future. But, um, yeah, listen, great, great weekend. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, came back home. Uh, sat with the missus I uh, had two bottles Of Prosecco uh, Listened to some tunes And had a cracking oh, night Oshie uh, you You're more middle class Than radio Two remaining Two Two remaining Bottles from Christmas mate uh, One which was Bought from us By a, a fellow mag For doing And UFC matters And it's 56 minutes and it's the first time there it is bingo Um, (laughs) and the other one that was left over from Christmas day and I thought you know what I haven't had a drink all day I've had a couple of cups of coffee I've had a free bottle of pop from Sunderland I'm going to have two bottles of Prosecco before I get into bed and finish up the Christmas chocolates to celebrate the Derby win and that's what I did
2: so there you go 30 minutes of Steve Wraith on uh, his experiences (laughs) and thoughts of what happened at the weekend so I'd just like to give the um, I'd like to give the opportunity for a reply to uh, to young Tedlick, um, so mm-hmm. you know you lost your seats to the mags. You lost the black cat's part <laughs> yes. of the mags. Uh, The planned stadium display banner uh, was rejected by your ownership. Yep, yep, yep. You you, you scored the first goal Uh for uh, Newcastle. You gifted them the second Uh and then gave them Uh a penalty. Uh And ultimately, after all of that, you allowed them to take a PR opportunity photograph on the pitch and then serve 6,000 mags free drink. What are your thoughts on the weekend, (laughs) Ted? Um...
4: I'd rather not say
2: this <laughs> You know what, I did not I like have sexual
5: relationship. Women <laughs> Crumb. well, I mean, yes, that's, that's something else. So maybe
4: some Newcastle players could say. Um but yeah, um, yeah, the, the, the free beer thing. I mean Geez, steve i mean that's that's just absolutely that's going go well, <laughs> All in the
5: meltdown as well i didn't it? want to tell you the weekend because I, mean, I could see how upset you were about everything
2: else so i, did, I just, just didn't well, want to, I didn't... I'm, I'm literally i'm getting messages in now from geordie charlie going wow yeah. a free bar, face. <laughs> <laughs> well we <laughs> joked it's, we it's, joked it's, with it's that exciting. meme we had a joke with that meme of the red carpet being rolled out you certainly have mate it's, oh my goodness
4: I absolutely cannot believe what uh, what my club is doing at this moment in time it's I mean wow I, I mean they'll be suggesting a stadium share next you know what I mean it's just like well, why, why don't you come and train at the stadium I like you know we'll, we'll, we'll open up for we'll, we'll put some coffees on if the fans want to come down we'll give you a couple of cans of dark fruits that's just absolutely insane that's absolutely insane I'm I, I can't wait for that to be made public um, and just see what the likes of, uh, of Mr. Davison, the commercial director, has to say and and the owners as well because that now is just a new law. That's you. just a new law. I mean, just because somebody hasn't topped hey. up the key and card there with the electric.
3: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Dave, I was proud of Barra. Yeah, absolutely. I was proud about it.
2: I was, I was yeah. proud of Barra. Yeah, we, we, we got we, news headlines. We had no strife. Proud of, we proud had no about. strife. No strife whatsoever. Did we?
3: No, oh, we we did well. Second team in the Most Premier League. Oh, we were good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of us. Look at us on the northeast, just being clean, respectable. Best team in the northeast. I say. Yeah.
2: No grief. No panic.
3: Nothing. No crisis. Nothing. No, no free beers. No win. No goals. Four nil. Three nil for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. It's it's good at the borough,
5: isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I can't it's wait just, for that next watch along. Feel a good read, factor. Can't. Well I've just seen I've just seen on Twitter by the way, well X formerly known as Twitter, Middlesbrough doing the, Middlesbrough doing a flag display, but it looked very similar to Sunderlands. Have you just nicked those carrier bags? No, we're just you know we're just got one of the biggest games. Oh come one on of the biggest games.
3: <laughs> hey, one of the biggest games in our modern history. And uh we got a full Stantifo coming against Chelsea semi-final. Up the borough. God oh, we're a good team.
5: Yeah Ted, I'm copying in on this so you can look at it in the news.
2: Oh, God, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very
5: good
3: point.
2: It's a very... I'm, I'm a just very, trying to move on. <laughs> it's a very good and uh, intellectual point that Ry's made. Which of the Northeast clubs is in a Cup semi-final this year?
0: From Yarm to Yibbe, Harrington to Horsley Hill, Swarwell to Silverlink, the Northeast footy breakfast with Ry, Steve and Ted. Right, The red, the tune, and the cut. Smoggies and Proud. Hang oh, on, hang on, oh, We're, uh, yes, we're, we're
2: Smoggies and Proud. Good reminder. We're Smoggies and Proud. That just, that just proves the point. It was going to be an interesting return because normally we stick on a longer song to allow us to go and recharge our glasses, um, <laughs> go and For visit free. visit the sm- Yes, again. Thanks, Sunderland Football Club. Um and uh, and and do other things that need to be done, you know, when you get a break. Um and, and then I found out I'd thrown ten pole Tudor on it, was only two minutes thirty-two seconds. So I was wondering <laughs> I was wondering A, would you guys be back? But obviously B, I wasn't even ready with me buttons to be pressed. No, <laughs> well done. Smoggy's and proud though. Smoggy's and proud. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Absolutely Where are you
4: going, fellas? <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's a sad day, and not only because Sunderland lost the derby, um, but we are retiring a, a great friend of the show.
2: Why? It's the Yo. last... It's, Why are you going, Ted? It's,
4: <laughs> no, I said great friend of the show. <laughs> 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 yes, under under strict orders from the ownership, I've been, I've been told I need to retire what the fact. Uh, so today, today is going to be the last one. But fear not... Fear not, I have something in the pipeline for Thursday, gents. Don't you worry about that. And the only way I'm Back agreeing to, what? to drop... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that because honestly, I couldn't have. Um,
3: <laughs> the fact what the <laughs> the, um, what yeah,
4: yeah we, we're going to have a new little uh, trivia feature. Shall we call it for, when I do the show? So that's going to be going from from Thursday. But this is this is the last one. This is the last. What the fact, unless there is an absolute public outcry. Daniil, who... I uh, had a good little chat with yes. Daniil over over Twitter and private message as well. What a nice lad he is. A lovely fella. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Agreed. Daniil, play hell about it. Say that you want what the fuck to stay, then we might be able to turn Dave's... I mean, sorry, the ownership's management around um, their decisions.
2: <laughs> Don't you dare call me KLD. <laughs> <As> well. <laughs>
4: Keen, loose and drunk, yes. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, this is the last one, so I guess fire up the theme tune, mate, and we'll What 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 big mistake Big mistake this feature
3: Write a letter, start writing, <laughs> it's the last one! Nobody get fructees, I can write! <laughs>
4: <laughs> Use a crayon! <laughs> right, so, you know how it works by now. I have an interesting fact. I'm going to give you four clues. The first clue,
2: Not interesting. the
4: final! <laughs> I, have a, I have a fact, go on then. We'll call it a fact, not an interesting one. So your first clue. Money talks and finally ends the jinx. So that's money talks and finally ends the jinx.
3: Newcastle's win on the weekend.
5: No. Yeah, does As it have to qu- use that? Does uh, money have the gi- money ends the jinx have a question mark at the end of it? No.
2: Right. money talks give me, give me it far. again give me it again money talks
4: money talks and finally ends the jinx
2: it was obviously Chicago it was, really it was right. obviously Sunderland nil uh, newcastle three
3: that's what i said <laughs>
2: no, no, no. yeah i've got to agree with Ryan. ted's Dave, wrong dave's, ted's wrong.
3: Yeah.
4: dave's
1: listening in. Ted's no i'm, I'm just having a conversation sure.
2: with jimmy coppers
4: sorry <laughs> <All fellas. right. laughs> Is he coming on?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Depends on anyway, how you go the rest of the show, Ted.
4: In fact, I tell you what, we're actually, we're already an hour into the show. I'm going to give you the second clue straight away as well, just, just to get oh, this out. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. I'm sad about this. I'm sad about this anyway. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of split from uh, me <laughs> what the fuck. So,
2: Why is it retiring, by the way?
4: Because you? you said it had to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 Lord, oh,
2: no. Lord. I, said, I said, what the oh, fuck? And you went, no. This, this, oh, girl, this man I took, is. I took the casting,
4: moves, man, to your station.
2: This, ca- this oh, man on. is casting <laughs> nasturians in my general direction.
5: He is! Yeah. He is! He's not like. <laughs> What? He's That's not a fact. <laughs> what? Well,
2: That's a fact. I, said, I, I slagged it off and said it's ridiculously hard. It's the most. I do have
4: an idea for another. I do have an idea for another feature though. That's uh, it's a bit like What the Fact. What's um, Stellios thinking? The,
5: is it that? It's, no, called, no, no, what? it's, it's called It's called What is the Fact? <laughs>
4: no, no, no. It's, it's all fact. The It's what? all about facts. It's all about facts about the Leeds United manager. What the? <laughs> no.
3: Ah. Ah. Well played. Well, played. well played. I don't think well I can played. get away with that one, though,
4: No, can you I? can't. No, the button no, will be pressed. So no, You'll okay. be jettisoned.
2: <laughs> You'll <will> be... <laughs> yeah.
4: The, the, the chair that you're the sitting split, in yeah. will be...
2: Into, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come on, then, Shout number two. Space right, clue
4: number two. Yes, yeah. I know, we'll need to get on to talk about Barra for three minutes. Um, so, first clue was money talks and finally ends the jinx. Yeah. And then the second clue is that's the thing with cup games...
2: There's always a hero and a villain. It's 3-0, I'm telling you.
3: It has to be. <laughs> He's literally just...
2: It's just from his headlines. It's not. Yeah. So, uh,
5: that's, that's <laughs> the
2: thing about Cup Games. I don't know why my voice broke there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jimmy it. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the button, Dave. Hit the button.
0: So
2: that's. That's, that's right. the thing about cup games. There's got to be a hero and a villain.
4: Yep. That's the thing about cup games. There's always
3: a hero and a villain. Mm. Wow. I got nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. Open chrome, though.
3: <laughs> come on then, let's
4: let's talk about Middlesbrough, I suppose No, why
2: don't we do some club headlines first oh, Yes, you've
4: sir a, You've always got a cold shotgun, haven't you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like, don't come, come to me first I Don't, don't like, come to me first <laughs> I, I've closed them, I don't know where they've gone I don't know where they've gone Hang on, hang on, hang on okay okay, where, okay, okay, go. Go. okay, 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 okay we'll do this first <laughs> Okay <laughs>
2: Behave I'm yourselves, first. behave yourselves. Now. We've got to record these ones because the first oh, set were crap. OK. Magpies I'm good. Are proud.
0: Mags news.
5: Well, an own goal and a brace from Alexander Isaac gave the Magpies a deserved victory in the FA Cup third round tie at the Stadium of Light on Saturday. And having redecorated parts of the ground in honour before the game, the Magpies proved to be equally generous on the pitch, netting an own goal, losing possession of their own box for the second and then conceding a penalty for the third The first derby success in 10 attempts since 2011 also marked Eddie Howe's maiden victory as Newcastle boss in this competition at the third attempt, following losses to lower league sides in the previous two seasons. United's first away win in nine leading cup games since the 3-0 victory over Manchester United in the Carabao Cup was played out in front of 6,000 away supporters who were bussed in from Tyneside. Having gone unbeaten throughout the whole of 2023, Newcastle United women carried the form into 2024 with an emphatic 7-0 victory over Halifax women on Sunday. A Katie Barker bracing goals from Georgia Gibson and Emma Kelly blew away the visitors in the first half before Barker completed the hat-trick and both Hannah Greenwood and Tyler Dodds got in on the act on the second Newcastle under-18s beat Wolves 3-2 at the weekend, a quick-fire brace from Sean Lee, and an 86-minute winner from Johnny Emerson extended Newcastle's season-long winning streak on home soil to five games on Saturday. And Newcastle's Yankoube Minde has been named in the 27-man squad that will represent Gambia in the African Cup of Nations later this month. The 19-year-old attacker is currently on loan at Dutch side Feyenoord and has won senior international cap. The 24 tournament, Concludes on February the 11th. That's in Newcastle United headlines on Monday morning.
0: Mackems and proud. Black Cats News.
4: Morning Sunderland fans. TalkSPORT's Jamie O'Hara has criticised Newcastle United's celebration after defeating Sunderland in the FA Cup at the weekend i have got to have a bit of a moan up though, I understand the fans celebrating because you are rivals but the players and the fans and the staff all going over like you'd won the FA Cup and doing a team photo in front of the fans, you know, I just thought come on mate, you've just beat Sunderland in the Championship and you're one of the richest clubs in the world, I thought it was a bit disrespectful, well said too Jamie. Both head coach Michael Bale and captain Luke O'Neill called for Sunderland to learn from their 3-0 defeat against Newcastle, admitting there was a gap in quality between the two sides. In truth, it should have been expected given Newcastle's starting 11 cost in excess of £250 million, while Sunderland's side was assembled for less than £10 million. Still, the manner of losing the first Weah time derby for 88 years in front of a highly charged stadium-like crowd left its sting on Weah side. Beale went on to bemoan the lack of depth and experience on the bench, highlighted by the fact he only made one substitution in the entire game, while Skipper O'Neill was clearly disappointed in the performance and perhaps felt Sunderland could have offered more of a challenge. And finally, there are supposedly a number of clubs looking at the deal for Bournemouth striker Kiefer Moore this month, but Sunderland apparently are winning the race to land the Welshman's signature. Moore, 31, has struggled for game time at the Vitality Stadium this season, following the appointment of Andoni Iriola as manager. Indeed, the Suns' Alan Nixon reports that Sunderland and Michael Bale are leading the charge to sign Moore before the end of the January window, ahead of the likes of Daniel Favre's Leeds United and more second-tier clubs. They are your Sunderland headlines.
0: Smoggies and Proud. Borough News.
3: Good morning, Borough fans. I have to quickly jump in and just say, unfortunately, Sunderland fans, that Kiefer Moore uh, rumour has been shot down. They were hoping for the funds from the beer uh, on tap on the weekend. That hasn't come through. Kiefer Moore deal off anyway. On to Middlesbrough headlines. Middlesbrough bowed out of the FA Cup with a tough-to-take 1-0 loss to Aston Villa. Middlesbrough pushed the team, sitting second in the Premier League all night, and it took in a lucky deflection to beat an incredible Tom Glover. will held their heads high with a stoic performance, and many believe it will take that level again come Tuesday's home semi-final against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup. Tom Glover showed his potential with some fantastic saves against Villa and now revealed the decision to remain out of this month's Asian Cup was actually a mutual one. Speaking about not going to the Asian Cup, Glover said, I spoke to the national team staff and with Seni going away to AFCON, they thought it would be best if I stayed here and played games. It was a mutual decision overall and it's an opportunity I now need to make the most of because I am staying behind. I've been presented with these games and need to now make it count and my goodness did he whatever. And Borough Women got off to the perfect start in 2024. Hull City ladies 2 0. Goals from Ellen Turnbull and Abby Towers ensured Borough women started 2024 in style. They now face a tough run of fixtures though, with league leaders Barnsley and Durham Sestria still to come. Before that is another home match when Leeds United head to the, M- the MAP Group Stadium next Sunday. Them's your Borough headlines. We are on to Chelsea semi final Carabao Cup of the Borough.
5: Fellas, oh, we've what had. have you done, Jimmy Coppas is on the ball. Jimmy and he's oh, he's there, straight Jimmy's on there. Twitter.
2: Jimmy Coppas oh, is there. Oh
5: no!
3: It, it started now. I'll give him a retweet. I'll give him a retweet. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should do. You're just giving him a scoop.
5: <laughs> and, uh, and the whole and big big shout out to the wholegate Ender, He's on uh, he's on X quite a bit. He's uh, always interacting with me. Good crack, uh, actually. T- a, a lot of a lot of tongue in cheek. He's just put a he's just Our put a thing in there. He says, "Can we retire Radio Dad and keep WTF?"
2: what, oh,
3: what? what? Oh, oh my
2: god hang on hang on out of order of that game. Game. is out oh, of so order let me get on has got
3: the fans riding now he's got the fans riding can you believe it oh
5: Dale, no Andre, i'll copy you in dave because it's only fair that you have a right to respond get that
2: into me get that I, into me i'm telling you I,
5: Big shout out but, to the whole gate and there. if you no, can set up one of those no, if you can no set up one of those out. things if you can set up one of those things where uh people will get a chance to vote on it to be passed as law that what the
3: <laughs> remains. That would be great. We need a poll. Ah! We need a poll. We do need a poll. It's called well, a I'm petition. gonna jump in it's and steal the two
2: right now. Cause I want to talk about Borough before, before you do <laughs> sets me up with some before you do, line. Jack's been on, on WhatsApp. He, he says, what the he says. If, it, if it is the fact that it's the last what the fact. The answer must be Mario Balotelli. Yes,
4: yes. yes Jack. You not? Yes, like. Yes, I like, well I like done, where son. Jack's coming from on this one. He's, he's a I smart like lad, Jack. Uh, but
3: he's, he's
2: well done, Jack. Well done, Jack.
3: Well done. Well done, Jack. That's a great answer, though. That's a great answer. Right, I'm going to steal the show now. I'm talking Borough, Aston Villa. I'm not having anyone set me up with meh meh, 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 Right, we had a brilliant performance on the weekend, Borough fans. We've got to hold our heads, prior. Uh, Very, very proud. We had an unlucky, and I mean very unlucky, deflection against a brilliant, brilliant Tom Glover go-in that saw Aston Villa beat us 1-0 at home. But my goodness me, weren't we at our best on the weekend? The tactics that we deployed against the team, second in the Premier League, were fantastic to the point where we had to see Aston Villa bringing on uh, the likes of Oli Watkins and Diaby in that second half to try and break us down. Uh, Middlesbrough were absolutely fantastic setting up for the counter. Now, albeit giving Aston Villa the chance to have all the possession, Middlesbrough were happy to sit back and just set up defensively to break down what was a very strong Aston Villa outfit. Many have believed now that if we play like that, come against Chelsea, we'll be absolutely fine, and I couldn't agree more. I have to give a special mention to the man that I got to uh, announce signing for this great club in Tommy Glover, my good friend, had one of the best games I have ever seen in a long time for a borough keeper. He pulled off some of the most world-class saves I have ever seen. There is one from a corner that flew in uh, just before the stroke of halftime that I don't think will ever be replicated in a borough keeper shirt again anytime soon. Such was the level of his save. I thought Matt Clark, the big bald eagle down back, was back to his very best, and he's actually probably eased the fears a little bit uh, to to the recruitment staff who were probably looking at defensive capabilities. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt Clark's your answer, because he was absolutely fantastic. We knew Matt Clark was a great defender before he signed for the club. Uh, he won Brighton Player of the Season twice, two years in a row, uh, before signing with the Borough, and then unfortunately had that serious back injury, which kept him out of football for 13 months. Well, he's back now, and my goodness, did he mark his, uh, his return on the weekend against Aston Villa. Uh, Michael Curry got it absolutely right for me. We saw Lucas Engel and Alex Bangura both on the pitch at the same time. Two left backs, everyone scratching their heads. But I tell you what, Bangura down that wing, being left over and cause Aston Villa dramas. Very, very proud of my club, very proud of my team, uh, very proud of my uh, the fan base on the weekend. Well, that was a packed Riverside Stadium. Uh, absolutely incredible. And it's two massive games. In a row for the Borough fans with Aston Villa and now onto the Carabao Cup semi final against Chelsea. If we play like that, if we set up like that, if we do everything that we did on that weekend against our Chelsea outfit, even if we lose, we will be absolutely stellar with that performance because that was what we wanted. That's what we needed. We kiss the badge, we play for our club, we play for our heart, and that's all we ask, even if we lose. Uh, But I tell you what, we play like that against Chelsea, we're going to cause them some problems. We were an inch away from Joshie Kerbin scoring a fantastic goal. We were inches away uh, from a Johnny House and Leveller as well. So, look, very, very proud after that week. And Dave, I'm not sure what your thoughts were. You would have watched the game. But uh, I was very proud of the lads, very proud of the performance, very proud of how it all set up. And even though we lost, I thought it was, you know, to go out second in the Premier League as for one nil down,
2: uh, that's, you know, pat on the back. Massive. No, massively happy, massively proud. Um, I, the one thing you know, I'd rather I'd rather exactly what happened happened than get a one-one draw and go back and play an extra game because our legs don't need an extra game right now. They do not. So looking at it overall, uh, tactically decent, um, effort-wise decent, display everything decent. Um, there's nothing that came out of that game that disappointed me. So really proud of the boys. Uh, mega happy with that uh, I was saying on this show and you know I was asking the legends on Friday and Andy Campbell on the Red uh, on his show on a Thursday night and I was saying isn't this a game we could do without shouldn't we just throw it away you know there was no sign we threw it away we we, we held our heads up high and it was a it was a, a wickedly deflected goal right at the death that cost us it so um, no nothing but praise mate nothing but praise no I did very
3: well very happy with that and uh yeah, look, we've got uh, we've got injuries returning now. I was spoke in uh, obviously in the pre match at the six medals, which was absolutely fantastic hearing from the kids and the fans how optimistic they were. But there's a sense of optimism around the bar at the moment. We've got players returning from injury. We've obviously still got Sammy Severe Tom Gle- and uh, Riley McGree, my best mate, away for Asian Cup. Sandy Ziang, who has represented uh, Senegal at Afcon, is actually returning. Uh, he will not be representing at Afcon, so he's on his way back. Uh, to the borough as we speak. Uh, And it's a sense of optimism for me over the next month. We can really, really turn the table here. Uh, We have got a big, big game, obviously, against Chelsea. But then off to Millwall, where we've got the signing of Finn Azaz, who is the second most creative midfielder in the championship this season. He's signed on a four-year deal. We've got players like uh, Hayden Hackney coming back into our team who captained the squad on the weekend. Johnny Howson obviously getting a, a well-deserved rest, been in fantastic form. Joshi Coburn and Latte Lath returning. Maddie Crooks to mention, not, a, not alone what Borough recruitment team who have been absolutely firing can do over the next you know, few days or so. So I, for one, have to say, hand on my heart, I am so, so excited about our, our club right now, the way we're moving, the way we're recruiting, everything that's not happening off the pitch as well, uh, I'm very proud of the Borough. And I know we lost 1-0 out of the FA Cup, but my goodness me, you'd trade that in any day of the week to be in a semi-final against Chelsea. Two legs, Carabao Cup, bring it on. Uh, what a time to be a Borough fan. What a time to be part of this fantastic club. That's all I've got to say on the matter.
4: I, I mean, I, I had to rely on on some of the highlights, Rye, so I, I, I confess I didn't see the whole game. But what impressed me was... was... That sort of um, stoic defending, and you really—I think—you limited Villa quite. Look, put this way: Villa are a lot more potent than what Chelsea are this season. Okay, now I honestly think a similar performance like that in in the first leg, you could actually be taking a lead and I think you you're more than capable of doing it you know you talk about Coburn you know I like him and I, I joke about him rolling the floor you know with these amateur dramatics in the in the Derbysh. uh but I do like him as a player and I you know I think he can sneak a goal against against Chelsea I think you can actually keep them a bit mate you you actually in with a golden opportunity to take a lead into the second leg of, of a, a semi-final and I've it's difficult for me to say that because, you know, I like to give Burrow all the grief I can, but it's a golden opportunity. And I was really impressed, mate. I've got to say, really impressed. No disgrace to beat 1-0 off Villa.
3: No, I completely agree. Second in the Premier League. And uh, look, I'm just so so proud of the lads and how they performed on the weekend. Tom Glover, my goodness me. I mean, I, I love Riley McGree, but I tell you what, Tom Glover, you and I could have a like a secret holiday rendezvous you know, without Riley knowing because <laughs> it was make it weird. that performance. That was <laughs> really, really, it was impressive, mate. That was very, very impressive. And uh, what a way to stake your claim and show the Middlesbrough fans who have been on your back, uh, and I've defended in DMs and all over for, for for youngs, everyone's saying his distribution wasn't good enough and blah, 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 blah. Right, And I was saying, no, ever the optimist saying, don't you worry, Tom Glover is a great keeper. And my goodness, what a way to show it on the main stage in front of a live audience against Aston Villa. Uh, Incredible, incredible. And Matt Clark and everyone out there, Hayden Hackney leading our club, you know, one of our own. First time he wore the captain's armbound. It was just everything sononified for the the borough on the weekend Uh, and albeit the result. That was the only thing that we probably, you know... Would have loved to have gone the other way. But, I will, I, you know, you can't. Football gods. It was going for a draw. It was going to be a replay. Uh, and it took a freak deflection uh, from a Matty Cash flow to, to actually beat Tom Glover, who literally got his fingertips to it as well, which he had no right to do yeah. on a fleek deflection. So proud of the lads, proud of the effort, proud of my club. On to Chelsea, where I'm just so, so excited because it just we're just up for it. You can just tell. It's just, it's just bleeding uh, in our hearts at the moment how much... You know, this club is up for that fight. And uh, the signing in is as well. Well done, recruitment. I'm just, as I said, I sit back, well, it's proud borough as ever.
2: Yeah, the, very, um, very, very, very excited. The thing that really pleases me, and this is going to sound like a dig at Sun London, Ted, I really don't. Well, all right, then I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, mate. Hey, I I'm don't. watching Jimmy Coppers. No, but I watched, I'm watching Jimmy Coppers. Oh, is he hot, hot right now? Is, is Coppers' oh, keyboard hot. hot. Oh. It's red hot, mate. Oh, There's there steam coming I love coming how he doesn't it. trust. I love how he doesn't trust the northeast footy breakfast show as a reliable source. I'm told that. I've
4: been told. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm told. I'm told. I love it. Yep. Jimmy
2: Coppers, mate. Doesn't trust um, his best mate, Rathy. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Obviously, Coppers and Rathy. They'll be having beers together <laughs> next. Um, yeah, podcast not, soon. The one thing. beers yeah. <laughs> at Sunland. <laughs> oh, oh. Nice dig. Um, no, the one thing oh. that really pleased me about this. This game is uh, we didn't sit back defending nil like it looked like Sunderland I mean Sunderland you know you sat back really deep Ted I mean really really deep it was like giving you gas the ball and let him come at us and okay that's a tactic you can employ that absolutely but the Borough had a goat filler as well yes there were large periods of the game when you'd expect a team who were in form second in the Premier League will dominate and yes that happened but, uh, but Borough are happy to get the ball and have a go and and try and create problems for for them as well now, it may have just been the way that the two games panned out, but you know there was there was no real yes, there was defending, but it wasn't a, a defensive mentality with the Borough They got the ball, they liked to play it around, played it into space, that usual fast foot um, knocking the ball around uh, from the from the borough that you see in the championship. They did it against Villa and and that pleased me. so um yeah, one shot on target, happy. One shot on target. Well, that shows you what the uh, what the quality of the opposition was like. Just like Sunderland had, but you know, certainly more more possession in midfield and um, uh, and in the final third for the Borough as well.
3: Mm.
2: No, it yeah. was it was more than yeah. The, the shots
3: we created were were fantastic. It was it was due to Konza getting in the way, but we had Morgan Rogers that could have scored. We had we had inches away from Joshy Coburn. The, the, the balls into the box were inches away from being scored. Now, they won't go down as shots on target, but the chances we created against the team that's second in the Premier League, you throw the stats out the window because that was the one of the best RF performances against a Premier League outfit that I've seen in a long time. We played for the badge. We played for the club uh, in an atmosphere that was absolutely stellar. So, yeah, no, I throw the stats out the window. It doesn't mean anything. We pushed a top-quality Premier League outfit almost at full strength and I will say almost because it was Diaby and Watkins who did come on oh. because Emery was worried Charge charged the light was very at the worried. End, wasn't it yeah he he made four substitutions at once in a FIFA 98 panic uh move <laughs> and uh and he still only beat us 1-0 so yeah very proud very proud that's it that that killed, well, that we, we missed it though Didn't we We missed it We missed it at the We had the Wraithy's the rant and, and Teddy's meltdown it's why I so said we nothing I, I was looking at
5: 8.30 Thinking <laughs> <laughs> We better get in With the sports headlines And, and we, uh, we, we, we did miss George them Seen as though it's Ted's show Seen <laughs> as though it's Ted's show But you completely Took oh. over as usual um, oh, he, he just did. decided <laughs> To did. stay silent as well He did He didn't say anything So I jumped in Okay
2: Okay, no, no, okay. Fellas, of course we can, Ted. I'd love to deliver for you, mate. Together across the northeast. East.
0: The Turnback Cat and the Red.
4: The last time.
0: Mutiny. Fans are right. Or maybe it's not the last.
2: It's the good shit
0: bounty. Good shit bounty. They want it
2: back. Mutiny. Ready. Let's... Stop,
4: stop. What the fuck, What the fuck? <laughs> we'll right, scoot we through this one because obviously we want to get back to Bar Gates the <laughs> sequel. Um, yeah, yeah. We've
2: it's had rewrites as
4: exclusively, exclusively broken right here on the Northeast Footy Breakfast, courtesy of our Steve. Free beer being given out to the Geordies at the end of the Sunderland Newcastle match. Let's get um, deeper yeah, into it. Yeah, we'll get back to that one. Yes, Let's get on the eyewitness
2: down. reports. Yes. Eyewitness Meltdown. reports no less.
4: Apparently the lager wasn't very tasty. She. I was going to say,
5: I was going to say, apparently the lager wasn't very wasn't very good, and apparently it was Jody Boy's taking there. Ah! Okay. okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
4: hitting the button! Hit the button! Oh! So anyway, right. So, what the fuck? Perhaps the last one ever. So. We have a fact. We have uh, four clues. I'm going to give you the first two that I've already given out. Then I'm going to go for number three as well. So, first clue, money talks and finally ends the jinx. Then clue number two was, that's the thing with cup games. There's always a hero and a villain. The third clue, which may be a red hurry. When it last happened, Deadpool was in the cinema, not in the boardroom.
3: Oh, here we go. Something to do with Wrexham.
4: Maybe, might might be a red herring. When it last happened, Deadpool was stand? in the
2: cinema. What no, chance that's do you why stand? We need it off the- when he can throw no, red herrings be. in? It's like, yeah, the is Mario I, Balotelli where he'll listen, say, this is the clue, yeah. the he'll throw a clue in saying, the there, think hey? Middlesbrough Football Club and the Riverside Stadium, yeah. and the is Mario Balotelli. We've got no chance. And exactly, it's not exactly. And that's
3: why not. Radio Dad is canned it. That's why he's canned it right there. It's
2: because yep. he, he can't well, win.
3: Good call, Radio Dad.
2: <laughs> I stand with you in the boardroom meetings. Excellent. Good call. All those in favour, raise your hands. I can only see one <laughs> hand in the air. To you now. No, it's no, 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 no. <laughs>
5: this
4: is a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's mutiny. That's what it is. It's mutiny.
5: <laughs> Tell you what, Ted, oh, mate, come with you me. It. You can have a free paint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh
2: man, I called there's there's also We've got it I mean we've got to spend the rest of the show talking about bargate, be a gate. yeah. What are they Not called? The seaside POS town. machines and all that sort of stuff But there's one thing there's one thing we must do before that. You
3: know, you oh my god, yes. Yes, the way in Dave's
2: gone gangster, in it. <laughs> uh, wait! One pound at a time. So, I,
4: re- I really want to hear Dave do a rap. I don't know why, but I, I, I think
2: I'm both You don't, and not it. You don't. You don't want to hear me do a rap, I'm telling you. He's better as Bruce Grubbler. Um... <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I, the, the creative juices will allow me to do something, mate. But uh, don't hold your hopes pretty high. So where are we with the old way? We've swapped uh, photographs of the scales this morning. Uh, it is the Fat Club, the Northeast Footy Fat Club, uh, because uh, we did lead ourselves through many excesses, didn't we, boys?
4: Yes, yes. No? Um, I, I actually had a really heavy weekend for it as well, because... I had a couple of pints while we did the uh, the live commentary on on Saturday. I stayed at the pub for him. a little while longer, chatting to chatting, yes, paid for. Yeah, that's that's incredible. <laughs> uh, right, that's incredible, isn't it? I had it to is. work and pay for my <laughs> own beer as a Sunderland fan, and the Jordies are getting it for naught. I just point that out, right? That hasn't upset you the slightest. Uh, but I yes, so you. I stayed stayed for a couple after, and then then me and Mrs Ted we ended up getting a pizza as well. So it wasn't yes, there, wasn't this well, weekend? look, and I had we had the for it
2: yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my excuses as well. It was uh, it was my brother-in-law Danny's birthday, so we were out at the weekend. Happy birthday! Uh, yep, yeah, happy birthday, Dan. And uh, yeah, shall we say the garlic breads for starters, and everything else that then followed were quite enjoyable, uh, but it did take a few numbers off the scales. I've got to be honest in terms of loss.
3: I, I did well I got Cheers. I got back into the gym last week. I was proud of it actually. So I I kicked straight in. We've got a massive couple of weeks happening here cuz uh we've got uh we're moving house. So uh, I have to I have to get it in now before cuz I'm worried that it's going to be lots of pizzas and takeaways uh, while we've literally <laughs> got no kitchen set up. So, uh, so I'm getting starving I'm, himself I'm to completely. Drop it completely as much as I can. Yeah, yeah I am. I am. Ted spoke about, uh, what was it, fasting for, for a day. I've been fasting for a week. So I'll start off, lads. I've come down from 103.9 kegs uh, and I am now happily, uh, what was it? 102.1, 102.1 1,
2: yes. one 102.1. 102.1. Excellent. Yep. Oh, 102.1. hang on. I've got to find dozens of applause. Open yeah. Chrome. Yeah. I didn't open Chrome. So, yeah, I
3: was proud of that. I tell you what, I had a few, uh, few uh, you know, drinks that I actually paid for. Uh, over the over the Christmas holiday <laughs> period, uh, and I tell you what, as soon as you cut them out, I tell you it does it does seem to makes a big difference, doesn't it? Getting off Tish, that, my so. No. What? Wow. What?
2: Okay, that's uh, that's not something. The, 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 the listeners the needed to
1: hear. My
4: toes are seriously
2: <laughs> hairy. Oh, that's, Honestly, it's got yeah, okay. a little bit random, isn't it? Yeah. Wow.
3: wow, it wow. Too, I've okay. just looked that's,
4: at the picture there. It's, uh, anyway, there you
3: go. Insight you go. into oh, uh, into Ted's bathroom there uh, and what's yeah. what's going down. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Your picture wasn't exactly nice, was it? Look, mate. Look at mine. Mine was perfect. No, it wasn't. It was pretty bad. I was like his. We just got a horrible shot of your gusset. The reflection. <laughs> Didn't realize how bad the reflection was off my scales. <laughs> I was
2: lucky I was yeah. wearing shorts. Uh, and also lucky that you <laughs> said that to the WhatsApp group that we don't really talk about rather than putting exactly. it out publicly. Yeah, good man. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, indeed. So, indeed. okay. okay. So, so, where are we at then, Ted- Tedric?
4: Surprisingly, surprisingly, and I actually expected no loss whatsoever, especially after that heavy weekend. But all in all, um, I've actually lost one2 kilograms, so I'm down to 1088
3: woo yeah, Look at you, Teddy. Teddy Hey, eh? Out of you, so mate. No more Good free show. beer
4: for me, though, that's it. I'm, I'm off the beer now for the rest of the month, that's it. Okay. The next pint I have actually will probably be with Steve when we go out for a pizza. Yep.
5: No. And Dave, of course. Yeah. He can yeah, come yeah. if he reinstates. If well, I was... I depend. It depends. It depends. I, was, I was 955
2: which is my heaviest ever. Um, and uh, I went, I went for it, boys. I went for it, and even with um, Saturday's excesses. Uh, I'm reporting in this morning uh, with proof of 92.9 that's 2.6 keg yes. less yes very Get good that's in. the biggest weight loss
3: Get well in, done
2: man. well Get done, well done Dave I I think think
4: that, that takes some doing especially when you, you're lighter as well than, than, than yeah, making it right exactly, that takes yeah. some doing getting that but I did notice that Radio Mam or Mrs Dave I don't know which. We, should we call her Radio Mam it Radio feels like Mam. we should oh, she was coming in with yeah, some snacks yeah. during the live broadcast but there were healthy ones and I was quite impressed with that
3: yeah she was after bought me her, bought her me a coffee as well she did yeah. She yeah,
4: I know, I, know. Yep. I had to buy me own
3: the meanwhile meanwhile me at 2am had nothing 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 but cold dark loneliness you did dark, loneliness. amazing
4: by the way I, I, don't, <laughs> I know I know, I give you grief and I like to pick on you and we have the banter but you did absolutely <laughs> amazing on Saturday mate not only to give us that live commentary through the derby but to stay on and go through the Borough game as well mate I absolutely take my hat off to you because that was super human effort that
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was a very long nice night. Was, nice. I'm still so shocked because I'm being nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, no you're, you're, thank you. I appreciate it because I'm wrecked today, I tell you. so. And we're having to, to get into a house move and all that by this week. So, uh, yeah, it took a lot out of me. I did do a pull and all nighter, but it was, as I said to you, it was great to actually see and watch the Derby. It's not something I'd normally do without being part of this show. So, uh, you know, to be able to watch, you know, and what it meant and, and knowing that Racy was my good mate, Racy, as I call him now, uh it was in the crowd uh and, and you know ted we had ted on the live stream as well which was fantastic i thoroughly enjoyed that because uh, normally i do it by myself but having a bit of you know banter and all that back and forth and yeah just watching sunderland newcastle for once not you know and seeing what you guys talk about and stuff like that so yeah no i thoroughly enjoyed it it was a long night but uh it was great for, to be able to do it for the stations and uh yeah for everyone that tuned and listened in yeah,
2: good stuff Absolutely. So, Absolutely. on to the talking point of this morning Free beer
0: <laughs>
2: Where did you pull off? Aren't, you impressed? You, Aren't you impressed? Oh, I'm very impressed with that yes. oh. I managed to open I mean, Chrome I <laughs> I
0: put Dr. I <laughs> Hi, Steve
5: uh.
3: says that I steal the show But i tell you what He's come in and dropped a bombshell today, hasn't he? Hasn't he, he has shocked the airwaves he has sent
2: Jimmy Coppers into a meltdown. Yep. <laughs> so he could, Steve, doesn't take much. So if you will. The man who is as Set fit as scene, a lop. Steve. He's <laughs> as fit as scene. a lop. He doesn't participate in similar no. little things like losing weight competitions. No, because he's he's built like Adonis, isn't he? I mean, there isn't he a picking is? on him. Like Adonis. So <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, but I he, was
4: just in front of me. Steve, I had to do it. <laughs> but when
2: he when he opened his mouth, literally thirty minutes ago, the mushroom oh, cloud developed wow. above Weirside. Come on, mate. Yes. Jimmy Coppers. Jimmy Coppers. Set the
3: scene for us, Steve. Yeah. S- steve well, Oh my God. Set the
5: scene for us, Steve. 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 Set
3: the scene for us. What happened
5: but at after the end of the, the game? Match. At the end of the game, at the end of the game, the card machines went down. It's as simple as that. Now the bar staff—I've got to be honest—I've—I've I've been to many away grounds, and um, that was probably the most responsible. A uh, set of Newcastle fans, certainly in the lower tier where I was, um, there was no pint throwing, there was no kids jumping up and down, going crazy. Probably because they couldn't move because it was that tight, uh, tightly crushed and, and tightly packed together in there. But after the game, um, you know, at the upper tier I was emptied first. But apparently, I did hear from Newcastle fans upstairs in the upper tier that there was uh, card failure up there as well. But the bar staff were just, just basically. Gave us the beer. um Literally, they just said, Well, we can't charge you because it's not cash. We'll just give you it. And we thought, Ah, it's just going to be one or two people that. But everybody who went to the bar got served. And they ran out of lager. So then they moved on to the, the next draft, which was Dark Fruits. So basically, people who don't even know what Dark Fruits was just were coming drinking it. With, with cardboard. with cardboard. Cardboard containers which hold four pints. Well, half the junkies don't know what fruit is. Here it is. Here it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, some dark fruits. And there's people coming back going, it's still free, mate. It's still free. Um, and like I said, the, the piece de resistance for me was I, I wasn't drinking. So I went over and said, well, I'll have I'll have a, a, a Diet Coke. And she went, oh, but one of the lasses went, we can't do that. Um, we can't do that. You know, she says, um, I went, all right, I said, I'm well, I, just I, don't, I said, I don't drink, pet. I said, that's all. She went, um, oh, God. Go on, just have it. So I so I got a nice bottle of... And I said, well, can I have one for my mate as well? So I got two bottles of Diet Coke and... Oh! I <laughs> Off I went with my Jeez. Diet Coke. Um, I think there was a few pies handed out as well, because, I mean, they obviously, they were just going oh. to chuck them away, weren't they? Um, so, But, yeah, it was free drink, and it was only because the card machines went down. But, you know, it was a nice gesture on behalf of Sunderland. I thought, just a nice way to round off the day.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ted's
2: picking himself oh, is, up it's, off it's the floor. He's oh. so
5: professional and
4: nice, the way he puts it across, but I, oh. I just know there's a grin on his face as he does it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <boy>.
3: <laughs> Teddy like, boy, free beer, beer
4: the wind up. <laughs> <laughs> free
3: beer, free pies, free decorations by their club. It cost me a? sixty euros on Saturday yeah. to watch the oh. match in a bar. <laughs>
4: like, what is going on? What oh, is
2: going on? Probably on a Something dodgy stick in Cyprus. Happened.
4: Yeah. No, 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 no. It was, uh, all oh, probably,
2: was all paid yeah, for. I was all paid for. Okay.
4: Proper. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, right, yes, okay, yes. Yes. I think none of that rubbish. None of the big
3: breaks. Is made a little bit worse just because of the lead up to the game, I would argue. I mean, I don't think, you know, normally that would, you know, set the scene. And we see our good mate Jimmy Coppers absolutely copping it here on social media because he's just sent out the shockwaves to Sunderland
2: fans. That race, we call it race bombshell. Surely I think we should, him, we should clarify though, right? Oh. We should clarify. Steve, was this just, you know, a couple of fans got freebies?
5: No, it was everybody. Um, basically, every, everybody, everybody who was, the, you know, everyone who got to the bar after the initial card machine failure got a got, got drink for free. Uh, hence the fact they ran out of blogger and then started handing out the the dark fruits. It was. I just thought the shutters would come down. I mean, you know, if, if if the card if the card machine fails, then you would imagine they would ring the head of the you know the head of the the operation and say, look, you know, we, we can't get anything out of the card machine. There must be somebody managing each bar, um, but it was yeah, the, the the bars, the two bars we were standing the next to, just started giving away free beer. So somebody somewhere made the decision. I mean, look. If there's no if there's no head of you know you know head of department if you're like standing behind the bar there's no bar manager there to make a decision then the people who are front line the staff who are getting paid a pittance um, no matter where you you know no matter which club you're at you're not going to be getting you're not going to be getting top whack are you for working behind the bar at the stadium light like, or any football stadium. And and a lot of these kids are are exactly that youngsters. Um, And you're faced with, you know, thousands of, let's say, hundreds of hundreds of, you know, football fans from from your biggest rival standing in front of you, wanting a drink. But through no fault of their own, they can't get one because you know your 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 club's machines aren't working. Then they're just going to say, well, I've got to make a decision here. It's either this or we're going to have trouble. So I'm going to hand out the beer. Maybe that's what they're told. Maybe that's. But but you know, ultimately you know that was the situation that these youngsters faced there wasn't there didn't seem to be anybody in charge there didn't seem to be anybody responsible they were making decisions on their own um so you know I would just say that, you know, fair play to them because they've probably made the right decision because there are people, um, you know, in, in all in all walks of life who can be uh, a bit aerated and get out of control after they've had a few drinks and, you know, that wouldn't have been a nice situation, would it? There would have been people probably, you know, taking the law into their own hands. You just, you can't predict what can happen in a situation like that when alcohol is involved. So fair play to them. I know I know it's not, I know it's not the perfect end, you know, to, to, to this Derby Day story that we've created. <laughs> you think? But, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... I mean, look, it's, it is it is what it is. And, I mean, it, it's just another... It's another failing on behalf of, of Sunderland Football Club, really.
2: So they drank the lager was they- dry? <laughs> Did they yeah. drink the dark fruits dry? or?
5: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, that was literally... I mean, we were last out of the ground. So, you know, the bar... They're saying, they shut the, they're saying they shut the bars, but they didn't shut the bars. You know, the, the, the we, we were the last people out of that ground, physically the last people out of that ground, and the bars were still open, still serving as we left.
3: Serving. I love and the word. And it's true that Kirill... Carol- that Kirill Louis-Dreyfus was in there having a pint with you as well, Steve?
5: No, um, I do know from one of my connections though that he did stay back and uh, there was a post-mortem as to, to, to what had happened with regards to the whole fallout um, that, that, that they experienced over the Black Cats bar. I do know that much. I do know that they stayed late um, and, and everybody everybody was called in for that for a particular meeting. So that would be... That, that's no surprise to me. Um, I think... I think I think he, he would probably want to know who had been thrown under the thrown under the bus, you know. Um, I think that's yeah. as, it, I think it's as simple as that, you know. I think Someone got simple. sacked. Well, he got thrown under the bus, didn't he? Because he came out and said he knew he nothing did. about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah. you know, that's just the way the it is. The thing is, so.
4: if if the if the do sort of make a decision along those lines, I'll, I'll bet you any amount you want, it'll be a no name who who gets the push for something like that. You know, you've got to look at. Steve Davison is a a very well-known commercial director. He's he's got an awful lot of commercial nows. But things like this come down to him. This is his team. Commercial department are the bits that, that bring in the money for the club. Now, whether it's hospitality, whether it's sponsorship and things like that, ultimately, somebody in that commercial team, high up, has got to look at this and go, I haven't got control over this and if you haven't got control of a situation like that get control over it I've, I've worked in, in sports stadium myself in the past I've, I've, I've spent a, a, a couple of years working at Sedgefield Racecourse, alright it's, it's a smaller venue, it's all that kind of thing but you at least had to know what was going on at any one time whether it, whether it's, there's a problem in the bar whether there's a, a problem with a sponsor you take ownership of situations you don't just try and bluff it and hope that nobody finds out because guess what Sunderland DFC we found out again and you're absolutely running this club like a set of clowns and making the fans look <laughs> even worse
2: yeah Davey mm, mm, stunned Shock, ah, well it's, it's it's the weekend. I thought it's nice to smoke that big fat cigar in the armchair, relaxed, isn't it? Uh, being a borough fan at the moment, because you've not got <laughs> that's any that's of this the mangies that going Steve on.
4: mentioned earlier. I mean, that, <laughs> that,
2: that is
5: that was the only disappointment. Is, we didn't get a cigar on the way out. <laughs> I
4: apologize on behalf of the club, Steve.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that it? laughs>
3: Oh, <laughs> no. Would you like yes, clue number four and get the
4: hell off this awful what subject of that's <laughs> going on? Maybe the last one, but the fans do. are riding. What what the
0: back. Back. Mutiny so your mutiny. the final, <laughs>
4: final clue of potentially the, the last back. what the fuck? We're the not too back. sure. Back we had money talks and finally ends the the jinx then we had that's the the thing with cup games there's always a hero and a villain then we had when it last happened Deadpool was in the cinema not in the boardroom and then finally nice house shame about the town nice house shame about the town
2: he's having a go up Middlesbrough isn't he on this one yeah yeah
3: yeah see I don't know there's red herrings all over it do you know what I mean I thought it was Wrexham for the last uh,
4: one, once, but now I don't I know. Once I give you the answer, you'll see how this links together beautifully and seamlessly.
2: Nah, nah. What the fuck? It's never will. beautiful and seamless.
4: This is this is this is beautifully stitched together. It's woven like a a fantastic flag displayed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> woven together like free beer is, at is a football actually, ground.
4: Has anyone actually WhatsApped in over this? Daniel's very quiet.
2: No, just um, just the one earlier from Jack. Saying it's got to be Mario Balotelli. Yeah.
4: I England stick with that. What we've got.
2: Nice house, shame about the town. He's, he's having a pop at Middlesbrough, definitely. Um, Because that's the sort of guy nice he house, is. Nice house,
3: shame about the town. And then the last one was about Deadpool.
2: When it last happened,
4: Deadpool was in the cinema and not in the boardroom.
3: Yeah. I mean, when did Deadpool One right. come out?
4: I'll give you, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a helping um, Yeah,
3: exactly. Think about think 2016 about when Deadpool came out. 2016. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So 2016, Deadpool One came out. It's something to do with a derby in 2016. Is it?
2: Money talks. So there must be a big, uh, big name signing that changed the outcome of the game. Gotta be. Money so talks. Villain as
1: well, a villain. Good morning, chaps. Good Good morning, mate. Good morning, does.
4: Good morning, does. I
1: guess you haven't had much to talk about this morning.
4: No, it's been been quite so, mate. Two hours of what the (laughs) fuck?
3: We've got to to ask for you to get some more jingles, mate. We had too much radio silence. To be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty sixteen.
4: You came in and said something there. What what was it?
1: Yeah, it was. uh, You mentioned a villain in there, so something to do with Aston Villa.
4: Okay, Daz is starting to get along the right lines. Mm
1: -hmm. What was that clue again about the villain?
4: uh, That's the thing with cup games, there's always a hero and a villain. Was it something uh, to do with Derby County instead of a derby as well? Money talks and finally ends the jinx. That's the thing with cup games, there's always a hero and a villain. When it last happened, Deadpool was in the cinema and not in the boardroom. We already know now that's uh, 2016, and the final clue yep. was "Nice house, shame about the town."
2: Hmm. Jeez. When did um, Doug Ellis sell Villa? Oh,
3: I don't know. <laughs> um, no idea. Well, I think it was before then. Like, yeah, was, was uh, that you, like you know, what? I was thinking as <coughs> well. When was that whole like uh, Mal Morris selling, you know, Derby Stadium? Remember all that?
5: That and he did it dodgyly.
3: Uh, that was after 2016. Was that 2016? 2016? It was after
2: that, wasn't it? It was, was one, yeah. this, mate. It's a it's good, it's it's good, good, it's it's good, good one. Maybe one worth mm. holding it's over till like, tomorrow.
4: It's, it's, just, it's just... Oh, it's <laughs> a rollover! It's
5: not oh. a
2: rollover. There's a yeah, reprieve. A it's roll over. like having it's your head on the guillotine and a bit not of tape coming in you can't
5: execute
4: the guy. You can't execute... not a chance of we letting that rollover. I love To give you a lot of chance to Google It's what the fact week now. What the fact week...
3: Yes What the
2: fact week Just because mate. he does it it's, Do you want the answer? Do we want, yeah. the, do we oh. want the answer lads? I mean we can say Hang no on. can't we? Yeah. Did, I mean Not really.
3: Derby? Derby <laughs> County <laughs> Aston Villa
5: 2016
2: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yeah nah has, go
5: on Has Derby County nothing. got
3: anything to do with
5: it?
2: House Fulham, no. Could, it no. Fulham? House? No. No. Could it be no. Fulham? House
5: No Go on Ted give us the go answer I've got something go to make a share put with you our misery. Go on then so Matty Cash
4: hit a late win at Middlesbrough given Aston Villa no. their first win in the FA Cup for oh, eight years H- since the eight seasons so, 16, so yeah. money talks that was yeah. Cash finally ends the jinx yeah uh, that's yeah. the thing with Cup Games a hero and a villain so obviously Matty Cash was the yeah. hero and also a villain and when it last happened we already know that 2016 nice house a villa shame about the town Birmingham bit of a crap hole in it mm-hmm.
2: I've that just saying, Birmingham just,
5: I've just okay. had a message from Ronaldo, who was also at the match in the away end. He says, they ran out of free lager after a while, so then it was free dark fruits for us, vodka, wine and whiskey. Very <laughs> accommodating of them. <laughs> um, no! And uh, just a, a shout out to Newcastle United's uh, website, who've uh, uh, done a match report, but uh, the, the eagle-eyed readers of Newcastle's official website will realise that they started the first paragraph with Saturday, the second paragraph with more the third paragraph with ballad, the fourth paragraph with Ultimately, the next paragraph with Trippier, uh, the next one uh, with Maybe, uh, the next one with Half, the next one with Wearing, uh, the next one with Then, and the next one with Later. So uh, those eagle-eyed viewers who spotted that it spells out SMB, up the mags, how are the lads? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see that uh, somebody wow. spent a lot of time doing that report. Uh, just that to, is just to very finish clever. Highly unprofessional. That is
3: very clever. Highly
4: unprofessional, <laughs> I love it. It's, it's bad, badly worded. Ted, it's like gone
3: from it. beers <laughs> to spirits now as well. It gets worse. This is going to be a bombshell.
2: I'm ju- I am
5: copying Jimmy
2: Coppers in on this.
5: I'm copying <laughs> Jimmy yeah, Coppers. Please do, because
2: he's, he's, already, he's already torn down his first post.
5: <laughs> yeah. does. does. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: What's yep. coming up on your show? Because you're going to have to relate to this bombshell.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, uh, coming up this morning, we've got um, a chat degree, a really interesting chat degree this morning, uh, and we've got the quiz that is sweeping the nation. It's named that theme this morning with a, a very special one. So, um, yeah, it's the usual nonsense coming up on the show.
2: Cracking. Well, does Radio well, does Dad give you free beer and, and vodka in the happened? studio?
1: Uh, no, there's no free, no free beer, no, no free drinks here. Free today. coffee, free biscuits. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah free coffee, a, yeah, yeah. Free biscuits. Does. Okay. Yes, does. Does.
4: Before we go, uh, have you, uh, have you had the kidney price show sure yet?
1: Uh, yes, it went out on Friday. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh. I was trying to keep abreast of that. Yeah. 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 Boom.
2: Fellas, <laughs>
0: thank you. <laughs> News time. Catch you tomorrow. <laughs> See you. Lads. See you tomorrow. Have a good Bye.
2: day.
0: Bye. From Yarm to Yibby. Harrington to Horsley Hill. Swarwell to Silverlink. The Northeast Footy Breakfast with Roy, Steve and Ted.
1: Right across the The red, the tune, and the cat-